Hello, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemanly ladies, and some lady gentlemen. <laughs> I am your hostess with the mostest, Alexander Rodriguez, here for On the Rocks, where celebrities and cocktails mix. They've already been mixing. We have all kinds here tonight. Tonight, we welcome the creme de la creme from the voiceover world with stars E.G. Daily, Rugrats, Powerpuff Girls, Bay Pig in the City, Carlos Al- Alazraki. You know his face from Reno 911, but also voices on Elena of Avalor, Rocco's Modern Life, and who can forget, Yo Quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> A college man's fantasy. <laughs> Taco Bell, that wasn't for free. Send a sponsorship check. And Kari Walgren, Anime's uh, FLCL. Uh, I keep getting those initials wrong. Fairly Odd Parents and Final Fantasy, just to start. Woo! And my guest co host, comedians and entertainer, Wesley Woods, and actor and longtime theater friend, Alex Dorman. Let the drinks begin! <laughs> And most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. This is On the Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and and that's about it. So pop a cork, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On the Rocks every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. We already got craziness happening. Yeah. Uh, I am so excited for tonight's show. Not only is it like a kids' dream show if kids like listen to the show, but it's also a stoner's fantasy. Like it really is tonight. <laughs> for sure. tonight. For sure. And I have to say, we have a right very, on, very man. sexy bunch. Usually, when you see you know the the voiceover actors, when you see who they really are, you're like, woof, yikes. <laughs> but no, we got like sexiness all up in here. Ah, uh, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm coming back yeah. multiple times. Mm. We have the sexy of the sexy. Tonight, we're only ugly on the inside tonight, not on the outside. Okay, like that's, that's how it's happening. But I'm getting prettier on the inside. Yes. <laughs> okay, Carlos brought his own flask, by the way. I've never yes. had that. Yes. I've had people bring a bottle to share. It's my Sam yes. Elliott flask. She's like, hands off. Just get you to the top of the mountain. Right <laughs> Raved and everything. Revel Stoke flask is I'm, what I'm it is. I'm sure it stoked a few mountain men fantasy. <laughs> Broke back. Yeah. Anyway. What? What? That's a whole different show. That went show. a different direction. I can't quit you, man. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> that's a cartoon. They should do that. Broke back the oh, cartoon. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. a cartoon. They right did the now. opera. Why not the cartoon? Broke back right. steakhouse. <laughs> Uh, I've eaten there. Anyway, I'm sure. <laughs> Tonight's show is brought to you by Hotel Fusion and its restaurant, Taste on Alice, in San Francisco. Go like them on social media. We're going to be uh, broadcasting there. Uh, they're going to do a lot of giveaways. I love that hotel. Just go up there. Tell them On the Rock sent you. Hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, Universal Broadcasting Network, Player FM, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, and of course, we are Facebook Live right now. Hillcrest Social for all of our friends in San Diego, True FM in Ohio, who knew, and nationally on Reverie Network, the LGBT Netflix of its time. My mom, Mama Rose, is in the chat room at UBNRadio.com. She's answering your questions. Mama 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 Mama. Rose. And she's there with her own with her own flash. She speaks Spanish too. And she watched all of your clips and she was doing her research. She is ret to answer ah, questions. Wow. Mira, yes. I love that Taco Bell Chihuahua. I yes. love him. Oh, she loves Taco Bell. Love. You know, I'm I'm a husky man. Um, You're a husky lad. <laughs> I've been called a husky lad by Carlos. <laughs> now that's a husky Mexican lad. <laughs> 
<laughs> Single-handedly took down the Alamo. I love when Latinos can do accents like that. Yeah. I can do a mean Irish accent. And my mom's yeah. like, prove no, it. no, no, no. I'm yeah, like, yeah. no, no, no. My mom is like, you could totally play Irish. And I'm like, oh, yes. I could play Irish. Who's the guy in American Gods? Pablo Schreiber is the leprechaun. But he's like very light, you know, you know. Um, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so she's answering questions. If it's a burning question, she'll Skype in. She'll text me Love your question. That. So do not be shy. Uh, <laughs> a burning question. A burning I question. We've had some burning questions. Yeah. You go to the clinic burning. for that. Yeah, for the clinic. Right. <laughs> I've been at that bad, clinic. Um, Kurt, I'm happy to say uh, to our listeners, you know, Kurt's been absent the last couple of weeks because somebody's been interning at some fabulous place. Yeah. Kurt, Vo- you're here. Voiceover work, actually, interning. And you're not oh, dressed like a lesbian. Oh. I, I work in Hannah. Well, I'm sorry, what was that? You're not dressed like a lesbian today. Oh. Like, you you know, you have a button. Like, it's, it's you have I an don't outfit. Know. I, I know a lot of lesbians. What do you they, mean they tend interning? to favor the, the button up It's a recording like studio. I, okay. <laughs> oh, it's very spiffy. Voiceover. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I didn't know you were doing that. You had to do a voice uh, recording with Shonda right here in this building, right? She Because they filmed. Scandal her. and how to get how to get away with murder here. Wow, so she nice. just came into the booth over here, and you know she does. I bumped into Viola Davis, and I literally wow. bumped into her. Oh. She was not a happy woman that I Uh-oh. bumped into her. She's like, <laughs> she didn't do an accent, but she was like, oh, this husky Latino. Anyway. <laughs> Where's my wallet? <laughs> oh man. Anyway, Kurt, we're so happy to have you, no, thank you. here. You made it in time. So as our as our listeners know, every week Kurt gives us a pun. Ladies and I gentlemen, do. I have to apologize in advance. You have to give street people oh. their voice on the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, you really, really do. So street Kurt, people got no reason to live. And <laughs> actually, for this episode, I'm outnumbered. I'm like yeah. the only, oh my God. The only that was what? a pun song. The only what? Husky Latino? Latino? What? No, you know. Hey, girl. Better me I'm the hey, girl in here. <laughs> Drink <laughs> up. <laughs> I want some more company. Anyway. Oh, so... <laughs> it I, I, I just wanted to tell you how much I, I just love elevators because they're just so uplifting. Oh! No! He gives himself oh. laughter. Notice that? The only person yep. that has given themselves laughter, Joanne Worley came in, and she had a machine that Whoa. gave herself laughter. Wow. Yep. Uplifting. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, All right, Kurt. So <laughs> glad I'll, to have you I'll, back. I'll, I'll you, know what, Kurt, right you know what, Kurt? You floored me with you that. Floored you floored oh! oh! you. She went up to She went up to Hey, Kurt. Kurt, you pushed all my buttons. Oh! Oh. <laughs> more, more, more. You know what, Kurt? I'm giving you the shaft on that one. <laughs> I like these people. Yes. yes. Finally. He's like, not a drag queen, finally. <laughs> uh, awesome. <laughs> all right, Kurt. That's all you got. Uh, <laughs> coming up. Puns in an elevator. You guys are so fast. I, I feel like I'm ping ponging and I can't keep up. <laughs> right? I'm oh, like, we will slow down. Once this yeah. kicks in, slow we down. settle down. With the drinking? When the air conditioning you know, kicks in, we'll be fine. Uh, San Diego, I am coming for you uh, June 10th for Out at the Fair. We're taking over the state fair I will be on stage from 10am to 11pm emceeing I might be singing a little bit but I'm live streaming there with Reverie Uh, performances by Pepper Mache Katie Brocknell from America's Got Talent um, and also Ricky Rebel and like I said I'm live streaming (laughs) during that day as well as being there and they put me next to the beer garden because I said I will volunteer my my time I need to be near something. <laughs> Can you imagine me during like 6 p.m. after? I'll be, I'll be Elaine Stritch <laughs> like she is today. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I need to stay hydrated. Yeah. Just yeah. give yeah. me somewhere where you can hydrate like, me. Do you know how many hours that is? That's a yeah. long stretch. That's yeah. a long Alex Toberfest. Yes. Roasting He's already on fire. He's already on fire. Um, anyway, so I'll be there. Come see me in San Diego or check out On the Rocks or Beverly for our live stream. OC Pride, I'm performing June 24th at Pride Speak stage at 4 p.m. at the Frida Cinema, by the way, in Orange oh, County. Very nice. Uh, I'm singing my one-man uh, cabaret show with the shirtless violinist is flying in. Uh, his music videos have gone viral. Um, he's shirtless and he plays the violin. Wow. Nice. Nice. But he's really, really talented. 
Yeah. Yes. I like that. I sang shirtless and nobody called me the shirtless singer. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> the husky Latino. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That saves it. Rubenesque. Very there Rubenesque. There's an artist out there for me somewhere. Uh, check out my last article in Bear World Magazine with Sal Provenzano from uh, Logo TV's Finding Prince Charming. It went viral for some reason. Go read it. Coming up on the show, we have Marianne from Gilligan's Island. Who knew? Oh, wow. uh, Peter, <laughs> Peter Page from Queers Folk celebrating the anniversary of that. And Carly Hughes from American Housewife. It's the only sitcom on TV on, on network TV that I watch. She's so funny. Uh, she was also on Broadway. She was in Chicago. She was in the revival of Pippin. Uh, she lives in LA now, so she's coming in. Also, live performances next week by Dance Diva Pepper Mache. Um, all right, let's introduce my guest co-host to help me because towards the end of the show, I slur my words and I'm under the table and I need <laughs> nice. I need reinforcements. Nice. Drink, my pretty. Yes. <laughs> Drink. How much help I'm going to be. <laughs> well, thank God. We have my designated driver here. Uh, audience favorite. Uh, you're first time on the show was like three weeks ago yeah three weeks ago and the audience is lo- our listeners loved wow. you wow. what is it is it the words that come out of your mouth oh, the lack thereof probably <laughs> okay. yeah. no. I mean just look at him I know I was just joking like if I tell a bad joke I'm just like camera <laughs> <laughs> there you go yes uh, Wesley Woods comedian and adult entertainer by the way yes. Um, yes. you just won performer of the year at the Grabby Awards so what I are did. the Grabby Awards and what does that mean for your career Um. well it means that I am really good at sucking dick oh my god no oh. <laughs> I, I mean, thought there were kids watching oh are there Sorry. Oh. that's right we were told I this thought we were just joking yeah. I thought there yeah. was, yeah. a, I thought five there was homos a seven on the year old show. right yeah. it's oh, okay well, I've explained what that means to my girls I'm, well. I'm, I'm rethinking my entire my entire your vodka choice here, yeah. right yeah right. wow well congratulations no. well thank yeah. you I was very shocked to say the least I was actually just texting on my phone so there's a good thing there was no camera aimed my direction because wow. I didn't even realize I was up for it honestly that's amazing I you did won. I just forgot and then I yeah I won and had to go up there and, and babble about whoever I was thanking well, yeah. and it's funny because like for the industry it's like the Academy Awards and it is it's like the Oscars so totally. how much does it do for your career like can you ask for more money now yeah I've actually uh, just got a booking and already had a studio up my booking fee which is great I didn't even have to ask for it um, you asked for that up front okay. nomination you asked for that up front I know you know <laughs> like you learn that early on in the trade like ask for the money on the dresser right but <laughs> I wish yeah. I wish like they didn't bring me a burrito <laughs> the next morning or make breakfast I don't even get that no, for me now, Go on a sword swallowing. <laughs> just, just go up. I'm not. I'm not that good. I use a lot of hand. Oh, uh, oh. No. for hand puppets, paper mache, that kind of thing. Oh, Kurt. Kurt's just so excited. We have straight people here. He's keep pressing buttons. Left, 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 right. for, for me, it was more like validation that, like, I guess I'm doing what I need to. Um, because perf- performer of the year doesn't necessarily mean like you're you're the guy that's all steroided out and you're like. You know, it's more You're like, like the, the boy next door. Yeah, and like God, the, I need to move to a different neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> My next door does not look like that. <laughs> well, and like the directors, you know, are like kind of giving you like the validation, like you're easy and enjoyable to work with. Other actors, you know, like want to work with you, and that's what it's about for me. So it's, you're it's, easy, I, very. Mm. Yeah, to work sorry, with. to good. work with. Oh, good at grabbing. Oh, oh, good at yes, grabbing. Good at grabbing. <laughs> look at Kari jump in there. I'm yes. sorry, that was my fascinating. I apologize. Don't be Please, sorry. Take, don't be sorry. That was naughty PR. Never apologize. And and is for naughty and NPR. That in this case, <laughs> so you're easy. Isn't it funny when Not you TPR. when you have a profession and you like look back in your life and say, "Who would have thought I was going to win that?" Or like, "Who would have thought I was th- going to be Tommy Pickles a kid?" Or you were Kari? Yeah, you were be I know. You know I'm still I'm still that shocked happen. that yeah. the three of you are here because I am <laughs> such a fan. The yeah. minute like I was like, "Here's on the show," he was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" I my inner stone kid was like, "Yeah." <laughs> 
face. Uh, but you're also a, a stand-up comedian, and I know, like, you guys have had just, I mean, Carlos, you, yes. you, won, you won a contest, and that's what paid for your trip to L.A., right? 1993 San Francisco International Stand-Up Competition. You know, because I was a guy from England, I think. It's really good. Yeah, I'm good. It's, yeah, it's my old live stand-up comedy on the road. Now I just uh, fill uh, above-ground swimming pools for my kids and drink my bourbon. <laughs> And he, like, when we were in Australia, You're the life, we did Carlos. happy Yeah, we went out every night. Jeff he Garcia went, we and I, out, we did. And they stepped up and did comedy all over all yeah. of Australia. I want to hear about be. the ghost tour that you guys were talking about. Oh, earlier. yeah. It was bad. It was really bad. It was Hank Azaria, E.G. Daly. Oh, my God. Elijah Wood, myself. Elijah Wood? Uh, Lombardo Boyar. I don't think Johnny Sanchez went. No. And we all just went out, and we thought, oh, we'll have fun. We'll get drunk. We'll go on a ghost tour of Sydney, because I, like, doing that kitschy stuff because I'm a skeptic or whatever and my headphones went out but I'm going to keep going because I'm a pro. Um, <laughs> Kurt, Kurt. So it's okay. And, uh, that, that, and it was really long. It was really it was boring. Long. And, and E.G. was like, let's go. Let's <laughs> blow this stupid tour. <laughs> now E.G., this guy is really not. And the guy was like a robot. You know, he didn't acknowledge that anybody was there. On a scary now, this ghost is one tour? Of the, yeah. the more controversial places in the Sydney tour. Yeah, he was very You're going to like that. Now we're all going to put your coats over your heads now. Look at me, look at me, look yeah, at me. Yeah, look clothes. at me. This is my job. <laughs> I'm not breaking character. You can, like, put on makeup for it and everything. It's like, it was so <laughs> lame. Yeah. Everybody was, like, peeing and... Wearing hats. Wearing hats. <laughs> and, and he went home to his mom and there were three cats. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Even that. Um, but, but, E.G., you put a show together, a, a stand-up show based on your life. It wasn't... Were you talking about Listen Closely? Yes. Yeah, it wasn't... Did you see that? No. Oh, it, okay, it wasn't... I'm like, Thanks what? for putting me on the spot. Yeah, there it is. Uh, you know, it I wasn't... I had Sally Kirkland say, did you see my Golden Globe nominated movie? And I was like, ah. She's like, no, you didn't. I was like, no, uh, didn't. Well, it's okay. It's on Amazon. I uh, know it's actually on my website, ejdaily.com. Your website's you amazing, it. by the way. Thanks. You can Thanks. click on everything. Thanks. Yeah, you can click on like the and seminar. some sexy pics, I have a cool... S- Thanks. Uh, but yeah, that was a really fun... Like It was a one-woman autobiographical musical. It wasn't like stand-up, but it was funny because life is so funny so it was both funny and it was sad at times but it was um a really cool show like it was a musical based it was a one-woman autobiographical musical so it was pretty cool called listen closely about listening to your inner child listening to your inner child and not just the outer child because the outer child just you know stupid well the problem is is my inner child is paying the bills that's why that's like yeah do we buy this or pay the bills in a child your inner child speaks the truth is my my whole theory is like your inner child will be like that guy's crazy and your big person says don't we have to be nice they might hire us and so like (laughs) that's where you know the whole show was based on like you know really honoring the right thing your for inner yourself. child is Danny from The Shining. Rad Rob. Yeah. Rad Rob. <laughs> Rad Rob. Don't listen to him, Rad dear. Rob. He's the inner yeah, child. <laughs> yeah. He should be corrected. Rad Rob. Rad Rob. I'm sure Stephen Rad King is, is, is watching, by the way. Yeah. He's like, damn. He's damn. like, I'm so sick of that. Stop um, doing the Rad They need to make a good version of it. I mean, the original Shining, the original movie was great. I mean, you know. But it wasn't the book. But it was it not the book. And then they did that miniseries with Stephen well, Webber. Yeah. They explained, though, that yeah, to bad. film the things in the book would have been very difficult. This is yes. why they yeah. made some of the choices they did. And speaking of that movie, you have to see the movie Room 237, which is all the theories that people have yeah. about, oh, the Apollo landing and Kubrick and the salute to the Nazis. And the, the bonus features of that movie, you have to get to the bonus features because there's one guy, long hair, an English guy, right? Who goes to one of these conferences of all these skeptics and theorists about the movie, and he shoots everyone down. You know, is it true that he knitted a sweater for the Apollo? That's why Danny was wearing the Apollo sweater, because actually it's an homage to him filming the moon landing, which is fake. And the guy's like, listen... 
The only reason what the kid wore the fucking sweater was because that's what the wardrobe person fucking knitted him. And that's it. There's so many theories about movies, though, and it's like, no, they're just making a movie. Or, like, a short story about wallpaper. And, like, no, it's about all these things. I'm making light of it, but still, it's like, I wrote about wallpaper. No, girl. I've heard about that movie, though. You've got to see the bonus. You have to. I've heard it's It's the craziest movie because you're like, what am I watching? And then you start to believe it, and you're like, no. And you're like, see the bonus features because that guy shoots them all down. He was the AD. He was on set. He's like, no, no, no. Fucking crazy. Shut up. No. That's funny. That's funny. Um, now, do you find in, in, this, in the stand-up comedy world, your audiences, because you talk about your life, do they like kind of shun away from you because you talk about your job? Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, there's all kinds out there. So there's some that are just loving it. There's some that are, you know, praying for my soul, like my family. And, uh-huh. you know, there's some that are trying to ask my number after the show. So, I mean. Yeah. With their girlfriends. With their girlfriends, yeah. mm-hmm. which, which are my favorite. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Someone has a preference. So you, do you say you get more boyfriends because of it? Or? Well, you know, I'm dating someone, so I... I, I just keep the one. Got now. it. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just keep it. I like that. Wesley's and, like a like he's a gentleman. Like you give the show. We just became friends. Like you're like a down to earth guy. I, like I said, I he's my designated driver. <laughs> For real. Well, and that's because I'm on probation, so I have to be. <laughs> Another fun kid time story. <laughs> <laughs> you're a Another five to nine. I look story. like I got it together, but I don't. Who does? That outfit is together, by the way. Well, thank you. Yes. I guess I was filming my inner lesbian and went with the button up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, a lot of plaid today. A lot of plaid. <laughs> hey, That's how you know it's a straight show. <laughs> you don't see it on my gay shows. <laughs> no. I decided not to wear glitter. the crop top. I didn't want to scare anyone. Right. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed. I feel like you're holding out on a song. I'll show you the pictures. Uh, okay. <laughs> I bought this because I heard it on Colin Coward. Untuckit.com. Hey, hey, it's on a sports show. It should be for straights. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming this is for straights only. I don't know. <laughs> But you have to be Straight fit to wear plaid because yeah. the lines outline everything. Like you, like I need more outline, you know. So plaid, yeah. like you have to be fit because it's like the lines go up and down. They don't go like. Yeah, you got the Al Capone uh, wear. I like yeah. it. It's beautiful. Oh, oh okay. We got a body. You know, I had the biggest crush on you, Reno Nine One One. Like I did. It, it, it was. Oh. It was there. Yeah. It, it, just, it, it happened. I kissed a lot of men on that show. You kissed. Yes, oh. did. Yeah. did you really? Did you really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm intrigued. Did you do? T- I won't say. Was it. there Tom? Five uh, no, well, actually, two men: Tom Lennon and uh, Dave Holm. Was it fun? It was fun. It's easy. Right. It's a job. And I kissed yeah, Nisi, and job. I kissed Carrie Kenny, who was dressed like um, fucking Kenny Rogers. I kissed her, so that was weird. <laughs> I was like kissing. Uh, <laughs> well, who doesn't want to kiss Kenny Rogers? Did you kiss yeah. Wendy yeah. on the show? What, what? I kissed Wendy on the show. Wendy's done this. The show. only people that I was didn't a kiss were episode. Ben and Cedric. Okay, wow. that's hysterical. That, that, that'd Mary be my choice too, probably. Yeah, yeah. They, they look like they'd have like breath yeah. over from like lunch. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did my oh. job. You do your job. <laughs> you, hey, yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, you do your job. Yep. Anyway, well, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thank you. Um, for the first time, uh, Alex Dorman. So you and I have known each other, but you do voiceover work. Yeah. And you're in Orange County, so I thought, mm-hmm. you know, give me some voiceover. You know, like back me up here. But you and I have done theater years and years ago. Years ago. Some good shows and some really, really bad shows. Really? Oh, that's yeah. the name of the game. Yeah. But it was funny. I was doing a show with him and this girl, and you were flirting with her, and the girl was like, I would never date a goofball like this. You guys are that's married true. and have two kids now. Oh, yeah. that's, oh, that's beautiful. A showman. Yeah. You guys are the cutest couple. Well, and I hate you. children. They're actually cute. That's yeah. amazing. They're actually cute. Yeah. They are actually cute, and that's my <laughs> wife's fault. Um, yeah. Oh. I hear you. We Yeah, we met in a, in a show, and... 
I proposed to her on the stage that we met on. Oh. Wow. He said stage. Yep. It was like a closet in Orange County. Oh, did you know? Did Why you, you know gotta right squeeze away? my cheese? <laughs> but did you know when you first saw her, she was the one? Oh, absolutely. Really? Yeah, I told her. Because it was so cute. He was flirting with her like nobody's business. I I told her, and I'm never wrong. You were like, I'm married. Sometimes I'm less right, but I'm never wrong. That's right. You just haven't gotten. Now you've got. That's right. What do you got? Two girls? Two girls. Yeah, now you're always wrong. Oh. I just stay away from them. Yeah, you're always wrong. Stay away. Yeah. They know my dad was. As a matter of fact, you hear Trump's voice and you're wrong. 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 Bigly wrong. Good idea if I. Wrong. No, I. I you have to record my voicemail voice. message now. Like that's all he was like. Kind of, yes. So yeah. yeah, we uh, there were whenever we were in a bad show. Whenever I was in a bad show, I would always use a stage name. Uh, I would never use my real name. Really? Yeah. Like what? Because it, well, like what? Uh, one of them, Deuce on Mandic. Uh, what? <laughs> you just said the D word, and I got no. trouble in saying no, 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 no. He's straight. It's okay. Oh well, it could. It's been. a it's name. name. It's a Dusan. surname. Dusan. Yeah. Dusan. And uh, it was always great to see the reviews come out and them use that name in this that. really bad show. So uh, Dusan. Dusan Mandic. I've never yeah. met a man named Dusan. That is the it's a cool, best. It's a good name for it's a like one of those dog. phone calls. Yeah. Come here, Dusan. Come on, boy. I use that one, and I use Dixon Porter. That's pretty good. Dixon Porter. So that that one is fine. That one's yeah. fine. Yeah, We're yeah, going yeah. with Deuce on? Yeah. yeah. Deuce on, everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Deuce on. Okay, Deuce we'll Porter go Deuce on. Like <laughs> okay, but ju- just to rock down memory lane, we were in a show called Search and Destroy. Mm-hmm. They made a movie about it, and um, I was like the ensemble guy that played like six different characters in the one play, mm-hmm. and we had this big pinnacle scene and it was a drug deal and I was like the lackey my hair was all slicked back and I had the suitcase full of drugs you're wearing the same or this, uh, suit kind of like that one yeah, that's very true yeah. um, and, and, but my back was to the audience and you were you know because you were like you were like the little drug dealer blah 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 the gentleman that they cast as the big drug guy he was so hilariously wrong he was so oh, scary he was Tall, so weird bearded before beards were cool yeah yeah <laughs> Before beards were in, but he was like a yeah. method actor. He almost oh. killed one of the actors oh. during rehearsal. Oh boy! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like he broke the chair that the guy was tied to. No, oh he got a little aggressive. You get rid of that person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but his opening line, and he would always do this with his neck, and we couldn't figure out why. So what he would do this it? for about like a minute. He'd be like, "Okay, give me the drugs." The minute he said <laughs> that, we burst into laughter during uh. every rehearsal, and the director was like, "Do n- we? L- we couldn't do it." Right. Nope. And then nope. she's like, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to cut you from the scene because we would just tears literally streaming oh, down. Funny. Right. Yeah. That and director did you is now my out aunt. Why? What was wow. that about? Give me the drugs. He was just, in his mind. He was the big like drug guy. But every night we said, "Don't look at each other." Whatever. And then the scene would go. And then all of a sudden, one of us would. <laughs> and yeah. then it was. It was yeah. just hard. Yeah. He just couldn't. <laughs> night was, after night rehearsal. Yeah. And then um, I wasn't menacing enough because when he said, "Show me the drugs," I put up the suitcase and I guess I did it with too much flair. Like, <laughs> oh. hey, it's the suitcase. Here they are. Yeah. Yes. This was the best part. Is Ta-da! the director? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm looking at him, and he, and he was like. So the director decided she was going to make for it more press realistic. Press invite for press invite. She loaded the suitcase. Unbeknownst to you, it totally didn't know. Yeah. Phone books, just a ton of phone uh, books in this suitcase. So the guy handed me the suitcase, and I was supposed to. <laughs> I couldn't. Uh. And then the press was there, and we already knew we couldn't look at each other. And he sees me going like this. Uh. I literally couldn't lift it, oh. and he's like. <laughs> 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 
Okay. Oh, okay. Give me some flair. Give me some phone books. Yeah. And tears. It was tears. Tears. I but never did that scene show. without laughing. That's yeah. cool. It was all right. Okay, <laughs> Alex, I'm gonna embarrass you a little bit. You know, I know you as the comedy guy. We've spent so many times after shows drinking and yeah. telling stories that are appropriate and not appropriate. Also, we did a show where I was just the voice of God. So oh. I would have my my drink. The voice of God turned into Dean Martin by the end. He was like, oh, it's gone. <laughs> Those were my bad years. We've gotten better from that. But I want to play your commercial reel because I know the real oh, you. And you're just like party guy. And I have to laugh when I hear this. And like, I guess your friends, when you when you guys try to be serious, they're like, I know the real you when you're trying yeah. to do like a Pepto-Bismol commercial. I'm like, oh, come no. on. I did right? a Bayer Aspirin commercial. I'm Mike. And I survived a heart attack. It was like... <laughs> That's Carlos. He's not Mike. Yeah. It's so lame. It was bad. That's We're yeah. going to see it? Listen, listen. So, Do we get to see it? Yeah, I think get to hear it. Hear it. Hear listen, it. okay. So I don't know why it would embarrass me, but go ahead. No, no, because it's good, but I know you. And I'm like, that's yeah. not you. Okay. All right. Let's enough. listen to a little bit because you get all serious. Let's say you're a grown man. Let's you say. Let's do productive. it. You need to manage your energy. You need amp. Say man Question. one more time. What do a family of four in Japan... This one kills me! ...mother stationed in Turkey and a 19-year-old in South Korea all have in common? Answer, the family the center, family people. Center. Oh, it's 7 a.m. and so Steve Stewart is He sounds like he has his life together, tomorrow, though. It's like, no, I've seen you under a table. I've never seen you under a table. Seriously? Here I am, fashion consultant, maid. Fashion this is my Nathan Lane. Yeah, it is. Very Nathan Lane. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. jokes about my career. There's gonna be action. <laughs> but I know you. Please play my animation demo. And fear. And dragon. Being okay. a red shopping basket isn't easy during Target's Toy Mendes sale Actually event. book this commercial. Hello, Barbie. 12 o'clock. <laughs> Minute Maid Pure Squeeze. 100% Pure Squeeze. But every time he says Never Pure Squeeze, I'm like, I see Alex making a joke about Pure Squeeze or something. Squeeze. And this I was doing that funny right there in the, in the booth when I recorded that. Okay, who changed the cue cards? <laughs> what's, what's like the most ridiculous voiceover you had to do? And you're like, why did I do that? <laughs> I think, go ahead. Froggy on the Little Rascals. Oh, but I love that. Oh, yeah, it was so on. hard on my voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. What the I saw it being hey. yeah. It was just as retching as you can make it. It was great. It was a great job. And I'm happy I got to do it. But That it was, was a good reboot movie, too, because I watched the originals yeah. all the time. It was, mm-hmm. it, was, it was good. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, it was fun to do. It was just a hard voice. Yeah. yeah. Donald Trump was in uh, one of the uh, remakes of the Little Rascals. What? Yeah, the second one with Reba McIntyre. My kids were watching. Yikes. He's in the he's in the stand in the stands watching the go kart race or whatever. Uh, mine was my very first one. I was in San Francisco. It was comedy, uh, doing my stand up comedy thing. And San Ramon flew in to do Coors Red. It was Coors' attempt at a sexy beer. And yep. so in the callback, I did something like Coors Coors Red, the beer of the cool people. Blah blah blah. So I show up. It was my very first gig in the. You know, that typical wall of glass where all the executives are behind them. Like, there's four spots in front of me. I'm going to do four national spots. All right, worth the flight. And I'm like, Coors Red, the Coors beer of the night. And they're like, hold on. And then just, all right, go ahead and come on out. But I've got four more spots. Yeah, go ahead and come on out. Fired. That was so bad. That was my worst. What do you think you did wrong? I don't know. They they just thought I was somebody else. Like you heard the callback. They're like, do what you did in the callback. I'm like, I'm doing what I did in the callback. (laughs) And I think they picked the wrong guy. Oh. They picked Richard Simmons at the end. He's like, red, red. It never makes Red sense when you hear who you got replaced with or if you 
went on a casting for an on camera and you're oh, like, never. I nailed that thing, and they hire somebody that yeah. they should has just no never see you like face to face. Like nope. that's what I think. Like they should never have seen you. No, they have. Speaking of you, know, Richard Simmons' actual advice doing Rocco's Modern Life, my very first cartoon. I said, What do you do to you know make your voice? And he goes, Keep it moist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was Richard Simmons' actual yeah. advice. That to me. can apply to so many Keep different areas moist. of life. He actually has that tattooed somewhere. But yeah. we, oh. we don't want to go there. Kari, what was one of the like voiceovers? You're just like ah. Well, it was it was really early on, and it was an on camera commercial and the voiceover part of it. And I was playing a young mom, and I'm not super like kid oriented. So they're like they. So (laughs) I get into the the room, and they they put the they they just like whoa, that's a baby. You're putting a baby in my lap, and so they just like brought they brought in the stunt baby, and they're they just like plopped it in my lap, and and then walked away, and then they're like, okay, so look, (laughs) yeah, it's so they. They, they're like, okay, okay, look maternal, just like look really, really happy and look stuff like maternal. that. Maternal, there it is. And so, and so, it was all this like, my baby needs the best of care, so I bring her here to the Kansas City blah 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 hospital, and it was just like, it was just so. Oh. It was just probably a really yeah. short thirty-five-year-old. It was, in. yeah, right. Billy Barney, there it is. Come on, lady. Exactly. <laughs> look maternal, would yeah. you? <laughs> I, I would believe that though. If you had a baby, I would totally believe it. I would believe that you went to like baby and me yoga. Like I would right? totally see that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate she did, that. Did she organized all the baby showers with the oh, hairpin game. You are so PTA. Not willingly. Oh, that's so yeah, funny, I mean, right? Yeah, no, but it, it's so funny because like looking back on it, I thought this is completely like be such a out great of my mom. wheelhouse. Thanks, Kari's like, it's okay if I smoke, right? Yeah. <laughs> Your kids no, smoke, right? Hospital. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, are you going to have babies? Kari? Uh, well, you know. Let's get into this, Kari. Let's uh, <laughs> yeah. wow. just man pack it. Do cats count? I guess you hate God or something. No, I they do. don't. I'm My allergic to cats. My ovaries are shriveling Ow. as we sit here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> chop, chop. I'll drink to that. Room. I'm going to get some weird listener emails after that. I'll be like, I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> Your room is a rocky place where a seed can find no purchase. To quote Raising Arizona. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, let's just jump into trending topics because obviously we're we're starting to feel this. This is happening. This I I had to write this down because it just happened. Do you remember that teacher that had an affair with her student years ago? Seattle one. Um, I, I don't know Laterna, where Seattle was the Turner. What's her name? True story. Yeah, but then like she went to jail, and then they well, she the came out of jail, guy. and then they got, they got married. married. Yes, yes. The and they've been guy. together. So I was, my mom and I were just talking about them last week. You're like, that's a couple that's actually lasted. We're like, how weird is that? They just yeah. filed for divorce. Twelve oh. years. No. Is that they, were, they were together for twelve years. I mean, married for twelve years. years. I win the yeah. pool. Yes, twelve years. That story broke well, my heart. It's like, well, if they can't make it. Yeah, oh, and Ben Stiller too. I found that out. Yeah, that makes me sad. That was that would hurt. Although when they were like Stiller, fucking in the fucking boiler room beneath the basketball gym bleachers, I don't know what happened. What's Ben Stiller? We've only just begun. I don't think this is right. Just keep doing me. He sounds just like that. Oh my God, what am I doing? I the promise. I'm coming. Da, 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 there goes our sponsorships. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> anyway, too dirty? Uh, yes. Uh, I want to know what the hell are spinners? Somebody, spinners. please tell me what these okay. are. Oh, so there's Filipino. a picture. I tell you. Oh, oh no, fidget oh, spinners. Oh, I have one. I have a red one. I'm really glad. Why you did you oh, buy it? Right? I bought it at Staples. Not, that's not what I was thinking. I'm a teacher. Really? I thought it was. Let me tell you something. I thought it was. I teach middle school. Bangkok horrors. 
Petite person. They're they're yeah. little toys that my students. Fidget I'm spinners. a teacher. Yeah. I teach but you bought one, Carlos? I bought one for Come me. on. My daughter has one. And I taught her they how to use like, it. Like a four-leaf Your students filter. have them. And they my students have them. Crack your knuckles like everybody else. Like, why <laughs> do we need a spinner? I love them. What is a spinner? What exactly. is it? Okay. It's addicting. They're, the guy at Staples said it helped them stop smoking. No, meth is addicting. Oh, your kids. You never <laughs> smoked, Carlos. You didn't dig deep enough. I'm sorry. It's, like it's all right. But your kids use them your, during your... Between my your fingers use and them. it spins with like and ball spin. bearings and then it just But spins. it doesn't... But there's no end to it. Nope. No. No. So and then not only that, but now they're finding that the, the main ball bearing thing in the middle pops out and it's perfect for choking kids. So they're, oh. having, yeah. they're having to be very careful about that. You, but they stop smoking. But what's the goal of a spinner? You buy a spinner to... Just relax you. Just... Dude, they say it relaxes you. It's like very zen. But your kids off. disrupt class using it. I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, um, Lord. Not my students. What grade oh. do, you, do you teach? Oh. Huh? I teach middle school. I teach six. Oh. You're probably the teacher oh. that people Man. remember. Like I had that cool teacher. Oh, didn't I learn wish, anything. I you played a demo reel for us. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> I did not want him to do that. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm I'm a fairly strict teacher. They do get voices and fun accents and stuff like that. But uh, but the fidget spinners, I they they don't just sit there and spin them. Then they just they balance them and they try to switch their fingers with them. And I don't. But it's understand not like the, a game where like no no. no. And like they no. do they are popping the middles out of them yeah. and you see the little ball bearings all over the place. How much did yeah. you pay for the spinner, Carlos? I paid twelve dollars at Staples. You did not. No. I paid twelve dollars. I I'm think like five, I could get you one for two dollars. Oh, fuck. That's it's like somebody had an idea. Let's let's make five dollars. You with, can recreate yeah. the scene uh, where Christopher Walken blows his head off in Deer Hunter with a fidget spinner, just goes dick 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 dick, and if it lands on you, you got to or crawl. Do you remember that movie? Crawl. Yeah, it would yeah, take forever. Yeah. Yes, that was the, that. Oh, that was uh, Le- that was one of Liam Neeson's first movies. Uh, really? Yes, and it was music by Jerry Goldsmith. Like, like it's a it's a good yeah. <laughs> I have a very unique set of skills. Perfect. I can burrow into your skull yeah, with this fidget spinner. Take it, Cartan. With the fidget spinner. Don't take out the middle. I love fidget. <laughs> well, when, as kids, we had sit and spin. You just sat on that uh, thing and fucking spin. As adults, we had life size fidget spin spin spinners. What that so was. You know. yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're so Friday night's a sit and spin. Okay. Um, <laughs> then there's this new product on the market, and it's so sexist, it makes me angry, and I'm the least what? PC person. It's called Man Can. And it's a 24-pack of white wine in a can. They oh, want to market wow. it to men to drink white wine. No. Oh, come on. $105, you get a 24-can case, and that equals 12 bottles. But here's their tagline. No, corkscrew- no corkscrews or stemware needed. The rugged yeah. wine. Yeah, or French. White wine. Man can. No. No, that would be a... This is a man can right here. That is. That's a Nancy boy fucking... There you go. It's a light and refreshing white wine blend in a 24 can. That is not a man can. If you're a man and you're going to drink white wine, you just need to own it. You just need to be like... It's a breakfast drink. It it becomes a man can when you cut off the top and take a shit in it. That's it. Oh! I'm sorry. Nice sugar mouth. I can't use a toilet. Hey, give me... A man can. <laughs> How about an upper decker, Carlos? <laughs> I'm, go- I'm sorry, I got kids. I'm letting loose. Wow. I got kids. I'm letting loose. What do yeah. you? Want? What was the last time you saw a movie? That's a man can. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Back. Hi, man. I gotta use the man can. The toilet's closed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
<laughs> I hate potty toilet mouth. paper so like toilet humor it makes me like nervous and like sweat like Sorry. I can't even stand yeah. it makes me nervous sweat and potty mouth yeah There's, okay try. literally <laughs> okay next thing oh, you know how rompers were like a big thing for the last two weeks if you say man romper right now I'm I'm tipping the table over no no but that's Whoa, I'd that, like to see that's that. what oh, was happening like, just like the rompers that you wear yeah and so it was yeah. a thing like should men wear them or not and who cares no. so, oh but, they're popping up everywhere but this week it's not man rompers right now it's manti hose and it's not meant for gay men it's meant for rugged men and you can do like tattoo patterns but these are men in New York they're considered high fashion with manti hose is it the, by the same people who made the man can I don't know I think this is all a distraction no. from the White House like they're I just agree. putting this out I don't yeah. Carlos would you ever wear manti hose only if I had the kilt I love the I love the little would you dare yeah, I know and the little <laughs> tagline like ooh oh no, man I wouldn't wear them on a train in Portland you could wear them <laughs> oh, did I go too far snap. no that's trending too topics soon. right yeah yeah there it is too soon oh man no. you could wear them he could wear them as killer I don't think do those people nice know I've what seen your legs. Manly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Nice scan. Reno 911. Woo, legs. He's got yeah. going yeah. on. Hot, hot pink shorts, yeah. You can wear my two. You legs. guys would. I would, yeah. would, I would wear them. E.G., I have the legs, too. I wasn't pointed out as <laughs> you know the I would wear them on Halloween trick-or-treating with my daughters, because then it's kind of, yeah, they're still manly. Yeah, but they're supposed to be like from the gym to the office. Can you imagine going to the office? My manty hose. Sorry, I'm late, boss. You know what? Why are you grabbing your crotch? I'll tell you what, if they were made by body armor, you'd have all these pro athletes wearing manty hose. That's true. That is actually. Just if like David tights. Beckham, yeah, I mean, that's right. But they have like patterns yeah, on them. David but Beckham then, does then wear them. Like sell it as like the compression, like compression yeah, copper garments wear. and yeah. stuff like that. You would know? you dare? If, if it was made by <laughs> copper fit, they would wear them. Yeah, you're right. Kari, I'm just going to drunk text you like 2 a.m. tonight. Would you, would you dare? Please do. And I'll text back, would I? Would you dare use a man can? EG is like, where are we right now? Oh, man. Okay, the next topic, this teen boy takes his mom to prom because she wasn't able to go when she was Aww. young. Creepy or cool? Very so cool. Kevin Spacey. I say creepy. I say cool as shit. Why creepy? I cool. think, I think it's not, right. and I'm a mom, but I not. Think cool as shit. Yeah, you gotta make your kid reach out and try to find a girl. Thank you. Yeah. Or, or a boy. Wait a second. Or a boy. You, know, you gotta good. find me a woman. Todd Rundgren. But not, like, that's make got... it easy and not make him have to go. I would yeah. totally Wait a second. Take but it's being written about her. all over the place, like, oh, what a great son, but it's no, just that's weird. Wait a second, though. I love it. Does it really? She's ending up stuffed and frozen on the table somewhere. Was it his prom? Was it another school's prom? He just kind of weaseled yeah. his way no, in. No, <laughs> And he then she wore this he full gown. Go here. See that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. That's wow. the exactly. other thing. Like she's she. W- I don't know. It's like a picture, wedding crasher. She's dressing to a. <laughs> and then who's no, the chaperone to a prom? What are you scrolling? Look, Look at that! Wow. Look at that hot chick that just popped up. That was oh, we, we we got tons of pictures to show, so we agree that it's creepy. No, no, no he we likes. Well, wait a second. Well, you're writing a book with your mom for sure. I would take my mom. They're doing an adult Dr. Seuss, by the way. Would you take that guy's mom to your prom? I would take anyone. No, she's hot, but. But yeah. she put but a usually, of, honestly, I that get a website and have it dot com. At that age, boys and girls, Dr. Seuss, right, yeah, are too absolutely. cool to bring their parents anyway. Maybe yeah. there's a revolution. Would you bring your mom Maybe. if his name was Tom. <laughs> I approve of that joke with much aplomb. <laughs> there we go. We're, we're writing it for you, Wesley. Okay, perfect. Yeah. There you go. Okay, we agree. That's creepy. Okay, the oh. last topic. <laughs> <laughs> not your point. Okay, the I last topic. So. Let's decide what we talk about. Uh, I want to talk about Wonder Woman. That's coming out. It's gotten the highest rated. Yeah, amazing. Wonder Woman. It's gotten the highest rated on. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes for any DC or Marvel wow. film. Wow. Yes. Yes. But what, what I want to talk good. about was the PR going because it's being accused because it's not a male-driven film that it's not getting the same terrible. 
PR, whatever. So we can talk about that, or we can talk about the, the thing that just hit today, Kathy Griffin and the Donald Trump thing. What Which happened? Do? I didn't hear that. So she well, took a picture, like a, like a photographer, artistic picture, Kathy Griffin, and yeah. she's holding up uh, Donald Trump's bloody head. Oh, like Van Helsing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so she did a Van Helsing. Good for her. Yay. See, but, but, but everybody's turning their back and saying, no, that it's terrible and that she should do that because you can't threaten the president's life, I guess, is number one. That's illegal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that she went too far because yeah. when people did that to Obama, I hated it, whatever. It's mm-hmm. just bad energy. Yeah, but Obama, yes. the other I agree. One. That's just bad. Maybe it's too far, but the, you, that's not an equal premise to start on because Obama wasn't an asshole. Yeah, but we never. Still, it's like this bad guy, energy. Yeah, it's bad, it's bad energy. energy. But I also, the person doing it is a comedian, and you've got to take that within. Mm. No. but we're all funny that's people like, that's here. A man-made term that you've created. What was the first yeah. one? Comedian. Uh, yeah. The Wonder but Woman. It's whether it's getting the same <laughs> PR as let's other. Let's go there. Let's oh, go there. Yeah. Bloody heads. Okay. We are taking a left turn, people. Again, I don't want to run the show. But seriously, every DC and Marvel film has not gotten such a high. Uh, Rotten Tomato rating as the Wonder Woman coming out this week. Everybody's saying it hasn't gotten the commercial tie-in in terms of, of products and merchandise it, it and PR. And the thing that that really really annoys me is the tie-in with the Think Thin bars. Oh, uh, oh what? Yeah, I could think was, thin till the cows come home. Now listen, I mean, I've eaten. <laughs> I'm those thinking bars. thin now. I I like those bars, but yeah. to associate with that, a women's film, I'm like, you can't get Gatorade, you can't get Power Bar, you can't get anything. To it just it's been really obnoxious. It's been yeah. very obnoxious, and and I think that the only way that I can express my disapproval is is through my dollars and so I've got my ticket to go see it with 75 of my nearest and dearest female Ooh, friends yeah. why, why am I not and, invited that's oh, sexist really? that yeah, why am I not invited my daughter loves Wonder Woman I like thinking my three year old said she says Wonder Woman I want to wear Wonder Woman pajamas that's why you're not invited um, and you've you've actually played Wonder Woman. I have. I've I've played her once in uh, Le- uh, Lego Justice League versus Bizarro League. Nice. And no. Yeah. It, yeah. And I played Wonder Woman, and I played Bizarra. Yeah. Bizarra. Is she a Latina? She like was Linda, not Linda Carter? Latina, Is this Wonder Woman Latina? But she no. was husky. She was husky. She was, she's a little husky. Good she's for doing her. it for yeah. the juicy girl. Good for her. She was great. Love I loved her. Why do superheroes wear the most uncomfortable outfits? If you're going to be punching, wear yeah. like a moo moo or like something that's right. going to move. Like wear manty hose. Manty hose. I am manty hose man. <laughs> I love that. Manty hose. I can't walk from my office to the car. Put these on. Thank you, manty hose. <laughs> and what if we have to go to the bathroom? By the way, yeah. Pull them down. Pull them. Yeah. Come just on, you pull them over to the up. side. Cut Women the can do that and like hold a baby and like yeah, run a, a, a corporation. <laughs> oh. Men are like, oh god, I have to do what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't even want to unzip sometimes. Maybe, it's like <laughs> maybe they've been created to help men multitask. The manty hose. Oh, you just you know. uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, okay. with your man can utility belt. With your man can, you got to juggle yeah. your man can right. in one hand and your manty hose. <laughs> let me, let me put my white wine down, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so those are our trending topics. Uh, before we get into it, let's give a, a shout out to our sponsors, Test Loop. If you're traveling from LA to Palm Springs or LA to OC, LA, San Diego, take a Test Loop. Cheaper than an Uber, and you cannot believe the what VIP experience. It is so affordable, you guys. Ooh. You sit in a Test Loop, and it drives you What's from a city test to city. It's in a Tesla. 
Oh. You sit in a Tesla oh. and it drives you to Palm Springs. Yeah, so you you get the driver and you could you could either buy out the cars, you can buy uh, all four seats, or you sit with people you don't know. But you get your own individual seat. You get your own little basket of goodies, your oh cancellation my. headphones, your oh, own little that's TV. Incredible. Is it air conditioned? I support that. Air I'm going to check that everything. Out. Yeah, and they all, sometimes they'll put the autopilot on and it just drives itself. And it starts as that's low as thirty nine dollars for one way, and it's no wow. joke. What? To Palm Springs. That's to Palm Springs. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's during the week. During the weekend, it's more. They're my sponsor. I take this to Palm that's Springs. Amazing. It is the only way to go. And the Sherman Deli. Yeah. Sherman Deli. No. Way to go. Where did you say oh, it goes to? It goes to Palm Springs, Springs. and where? Uh, so from L.A. to O.C., L.A. to Palm Springs, L.A. to San Diego. Oh, San oh. Diego. Wow. Yeah, and but they have about Comic Con. Get the Comic Con. We're, we're taking test loop to Comic Con. Do it. Do it. Um, they, they have a bo- about four rides: two in uh, morning, early morning, and then afternoon, evening, coming back, back and forth. It's so Justin, great. we're taking test loop. Yeah, test loop. Our other sponsors: Hoochap. Uh, you buy one drink and then you get thirty free drinks. Uh, download Hoochap. Yeah. What? Hoochap. 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 And for your first month, it only costs a dollar. Put in code word "turnt up" is what they've given on the rocks. So download Hooch. It is. That's good. <laughs> that is Also, our tried and true, my one of my very first sponsors that's been with me for years, Spunk Lube. It's on the sets of many, many Spunk films. Lube? Yes, Spunk Lube. Spunk yes. Lube. In fact, you all get to go Spunk home with Lube. a bottle of Spunk Lube. We get Love Spunk it. Lube. You get a bottle of Spunk is Lube. You know, I have to say that in a Rocco voice. Is it natural? <laughs> I don't know it's natural. What you do with it is unnatural. <laughs> it's natural. Gay straight in between. Natural. It's for everybody. If your car needs a little You just sold row. me on this whole interview now with the Spunk, spunk Lube. <laughs> you guys, we don't play around what? here. <laughs> also, give a shout out to our Instagram uh, uh, sponsor, Bears, Cubs, and Scruff, for uh, every type of gentleman. Sorry, it's not happening tonight. The what? cat's got into my Spunk Wait, Lube. Wait, yeah. What did you just say? Bears, Cubs, and Scruff. It's an Instagram account. It's international. They retweet everything. They celebrate a larger man. We love Bear Cubs and Scruff. <laughs> hey, I'm a, I'm a, I just got to say, hey, baby, I'm bringing home Spunk Lube. Yeah. But this is the show. You never know. It's a little bit of everything. Spunk. I love my life right now. This is amazing. <laughs> Thank you to our fashion sponsors, Swish Embassy, not Swiss Embassy. Swish Embassy, they do pop culture t-shirts. So fun. And Zoo for the People, they do uh, men's accessories. They actually make my wrists look manly. Um, and they also, uh, they're a big supporter of wildlife conservation efforts. Yeah, like Wild that. Aid. Nice. Go yeah. to Zoo for People. Great price. And all of their uh, bracelets, belts, whatever is, is so Oh, good. Finally, our moment of shade every week is brought to you by Panache Optical Gallery. Panache Optical Gallery, they have their showroom in Palm Springs, but they sell nationally to all the celebs. They do custom eyewear, sunglasses eyewear. Wow. They've given me two pieces, a Betty Davis frame, um, and then they make uh, uh, glasses out of records. So oh, every, nice. everyone is one of a kind. And you, so they'll say, oh, this was made out. That's and beautiful. then your, your case is actually the record album. Oh, wow. oh wow. That's cool. And you can see like where the needle scratches are on the, grass, uh, on the glasses. The stylus wow. scratches. Yes. Nice. This is, you got some cool sponsors yeah so yeah. go like a panache optical gallery we love them so but every week we have the moment of shade obviously sunglasses so this moment of shade <laughs> is brought to you by ivanka trump she gave us the memorial day tip on her twitter uh how to make homemade champagne popsicles <laughs> so uh this somebody tweeted her back and this is the moment of shade uh ivanka this is my father and there was a picture of her father he has served six tours in vietnam and doesn't give an f about your champagne popsicles today hashtag memorial day hashtag wow. veteran moment of shade oh. brought to you by you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at On The Rocks On Air Facebook On The Rocks Radio Show book me at a wedding funeral quinceanera I don't care I'll be there info at On The Rocks Radio Show I bring spunk loop raw sin prende carda le tenis tendiendo un spunk loop God I love that so much let's take a quick break, uh, break and when we get back it's in depth with our amazing talent enjoy a clip from The Voice 
with our very own E.G. Day, uh, wow, e. Daily singing Breathe. And when we come back, we get personal. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, All right, we'll see you in a, in a minute. Take a, take a listen, guys. This is, this is amazing. Feel the magic flowing in the air Being with you gets me that way I watch the sunlight dance across your face And I've never been this swept away The whole world just feels the only thing I hear is the beating of your That was wow. E.G. Daly, L.A., oh, born and raised, uh, actress, voice actress, and singer. You know her face from Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Valley Girl, a number of Rob Zombie films, friends as Phoebe's ex-singing Yay. partner with roles in Laverne and Shirley, Chips, Fame, and also appeared in Rod Stewart's Young Turks video. Uh, voiceover work has uh, has been in Rugrats, Powerpuff Girls, my favorite, Buttercup. Like, she's my girl. Buttercup. Buttercup. Bay Pig in the City, Avengers, Curious George, just a small amount of the uh, huge resume. Uh, her singing voice uh, brought her to Saturday Night Night live, by the way, 1986. Yeah, uh, the voice, which we just heard, and uh, her voice can be heard in the Scarface, Breakfast Club, and Grand Theft Auto 3 soundtracks. Welcome, E.G. Daly. Also joining us tonight, the handsome Latin from Manhattan, well, Yonkers. Carlos. Carlos Rocky is a stand-up comedian, actor, voice actor, singer, impressionist, producer, and screenwriter, known as, by face, Deputy James Garcia on Reno 9-11. His extensive voiceover work includes roles in Phineas and Ferb, the Taco Bell Chihuahua and the Taco Bell commercials, The Fairly Odd Parents, Rocco's Modern Life, Camp Laszlo, The Family Guy, Happy Feet, SpongeBob SquarePants, and of course Disney's Elena of Avalar as Skylar. He's, he's like the manly of them all. Yes. Yes. Welcome, Carlos Alazaraki. Muchas gracias. And hailing from Kansas, Yay. Kari Walgren has provided voices dun, for dun, over dun, dun, dun. 100 cartoons, anime, wow. and video games uh, with her start in anime voiceovers as Haruku Haruhara in <laughs> FLCL, which we're going to talk about because... Harukara. The voice in it is just amazing. Uh, big role with additional roles in Phineas and Ferb, Kung Fu Panda, Rick and Morty, uh, Fairly Odd Parents, Final Fantasy Games. Bunsen is a Beast, that's your latest project, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, and officially announced playing Wasp in the new Avenger Disney XD cartoons. Yeah. You nice. guys, this panel's unbelievable. Woo! Let's give applause. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Mm. You guys, like, it, just 
all the different iconic characters that you guys have. And, you know, I know you guys have done so many voices from small parts to big parts. But to be part of animation history, yeah. mm-hmm. kids, adults, everybody, Amazing. I mean, that's pretty big stuff. Um, Feels good. It's nice to know, it's always nice to know that people dig what you do, especially living in the land of Hollywood, where we have mega stars and mega A listers, and and we do great work. We're really good at what we do, and sometimes we don't get recognition. But for some, an A lister or just a regular person to go, oh, I was brought up on your cartoons, and I love Amazing. that voice. It, it yeah. feels good. It kind of cuts through everything. Yeah. That uh, big stars. One of the fun, kind of the funnest moments I had be, uh, in San Francisco Cops Comedy Club, and uh, Robin Williams is standing next to me, and I'm like, oh shit, that's Robin Williams. And he's like, hey man, uh, my daughter loves Rocco. I was like, holy shit! So things yeah. like that, yeah, I'm sure people have come easy. up to you too as well, you know. And the intergenerational thing, like the, yeah. when you go to conventions and you have people come up and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, I'm able to watch this with my daughter or I'm able to connect with, you know, my autistic mm. uh, niece through yeah, your cartoon. And, and it's, it's kind of something special, I think, about animation and, and that it brings generations together which totally. is awesome well, I think it keeps kids being it keeps people being young yeah it's yeah. definitely that. what's the best comfort we've had a bad day as an adult and it's like last thing we want to do is watch the news or Law and Order SVU episode 10 million and whatever we want to relax but these cartoons are very very smart you go back and watch them as an adult or whatever and there's all this underlying stuff going <laughs> on well there is now yeah I mean it's really kind of grown up since adults can watch them with as much enjoyment as mm-hmm. kids did when we were younger yeah. yeah, like Rugrats. It was for kids, but it was for adults. Yeah. Like, yeah, like jokes went right over the kids' heads mm-hmm. and right into the adults, so they were able to tolerate hours and hours with their kids because of that. So well done. And that type of 90s stuff is, is making a comeback. There are three projects, and I think the Rugrats will soon follow. Hey Arnold, uh, Danny Phantom, and Rocco just rebooted. Oh, they some, did on some, Splat, right? Yeah, uh, no, but Splat? we rebooted some movies, uh, the re- oh. brand new recordings, and I think something like a Rugrats is coming because people love yeah. the quality of that 90s and Rugrats yeah. spun on to movies. I mean, they just kept yeah. going Going well, and, they just and, and going. They just re-released all of them on Splat, so people, all the new yeah. generations of kids are getting to grow up with them. Splat now, is the place to go. Yeah. Um, Kari, yeah. I wanted to talk to you about your anime work because that was your first entrance, really, it was. with a big role. And it's not like you got a little, little small role. Anime has a whole different cult following. It's a whole different world oh, um, yeah. on, on its own. Um, I just have to put, put in here, when you were 11 years old, you were touring L.A., and you were on Focus on the Family, a little radio show, right? I was. That was I was on a tour, and they were, they were looking for uh, a kid to do their radio drama, and they said, oh, you know, would your daughter be willing to audition? So that was, like, actually my first... Uh, official voiceover job and then I did some radio commercials and and some industrials and things like that in Kansas City and then when I moved to LA my first animation role that I booked was for this little show called FLCL and little show yeah (laughs) Yeah. and they sent me home I I auditioned for it and and then they sent me back this will tell you how you know old it is but they sent me home with a VHS tape And they said, just watch this little scene. It's all going to be in a different language. It's going to be in Japanese, but don't worry about that. Just see if you can kind of capture the the, uh, tone and the sound of this character. And so I went back and auditioned again with it and uh, got this part. And to this day, it is my most popular, one of my most popular characters that I 
sign and stuff. The reviews for your performance, because there's such an appreciation of that you did capture the sound of, a, of, an, of an original anime, you added the American inflections, but that your voice went through so many different stages and you knew when to play it more cartoony, when to make it adult. I wanted to play your entrance because anime, and I'll be honest with my audience, anime is a genre I still can't get. <laughs> I I'm loved just, it as a kid. I loved Speed Racer and Kimba the White Lion. Yep, yep. And I didn't realize I was watching anime. I just thought the lip flaps were off. Because that's right, right. Yeah. yeah. But but that's very like Disney version of what anime. I mean, there's some dark anime oh, out there. Yeah, it's like yeah. I don't even understand what's going on. Um, but but let's and uh, we'll leave your microphone on. Like, kind of walk us through. This is this is kind of one of your entrances, and it captures everything anime is. It's like I don't I don't know like what's happening. But for this to be your first big role, it's oh yeah, and this is the scene that they sent me home with actually. Oh really? Call back. Yep. It's just so anime. Like, yeah, it's very anime. Native girl must stop. Native girl must stop. Yeah, it's all very So you can't move him yet, understand? You cannot move him yet. What I love about anime, though, are the camera shots. But he isn't so cool. It's very, it's very interesting. Like this show, it's only six episodes long, and people still don't understand wow. it. But they're he's dead. This young boy is completely dead, just as Taro would be. But he's not Taro, like I said. It's uh, it's so yeah. bizarre. I finally find him, and I killed him. I didn't mean to. It was an accident. So when you went home, you you watched the original. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to Japan uh, in a couple of weeks, so. Are you really? Let me know this character, and I'll see if I can find it. Okay. But I got to tell you yeah. something that. These guys make it look so easy. Yeah, yeah. that is yeah, yeah. so good. Oh, you guys do. That's wonderful. That's really well done. But yeah. even in person, like you guys are so like unassuming. Like hang out with you, have a drinks. Yeah, like you said, it it seems like there's it's so much light and happiness that yeah. comes from it. That's what's beautiful. Well, I, I'm relatively newer to to voiceover, and the one thing I've noticed is, and these these guys all encapsulated is, it's such a welcoming uh, little avenue or branch of the entertainment industry. And everyone seems so nice and wanting to help and wanting to give mm-hmm. advice. Is and that true, though? It is incredibly it is. by comparison yeah, for sure. D. Bradley Baker, I think, epitomizes that. He's Absolutely. written a whole column for people who want to get into voiceover. If you look up D. Bradley Baker voiceover, there's pages of questions that everybody asks: where to go to, yeah. what to do. He started a whole what, website. Yeah, yeah what your, called, what your I home want studio to be a voice should look actor. like. Com. Okay. Actually, yeah, I, I would note. say it's everybody yeah, out no, there. Honestly, because we get so many uh, listeners that write, like, how do I get involved? And so, yeah. it's, and it's not one of those schmaltzy like buy my 90 CD set for no, no, no. no. not at all the, the, the thing with D is <laughs> that this website he about. started it specifically for people that were trying to get into voiceover and, and it's all free and it's all just top notch information from a guy that works all the, the time, time. Oh, yeah. he's so, amazing insane yeah. insane, insane I, you know not to be yeah. about the money but I also I did one but it's very inexpensive but I just did it because uh, the same thing, there were some people that would email me, and mm-hmm. there were so much. There were so many people that wanted information. So I did a little live um, voiceover seminar in L.A. I just did it in a theater, and we filmed it, so that then I could just take that and get it out there for people. So it's not it's not expensive. I think it's like twenty bucks or something. But I did it very cheap, so anybody can buy. It. But it's two and a half hours of very pertinent, like tips, tools, how tos, 
agents, demos, great demos, great. You know, I just did it so that people could get like a grip. You know, because there are so many people that want to do it, and it and there's just some basic things you want. But to you know. guys are nurturing that to your point. We are. It's yeah, not like you can so. have the real housewives of voiceover artists because what I see from your Instagrams, it's so different than other guests that I have. That's them, them, them. I see pictures of yeah. you guys in the booth having a great time. You guys hang out afterwards, and you're so supportive. Where in like a sitcom life or movie life, it's like cutthroat, cutthroat. Like you know, yeah. I think I, I was thinking about I it. Two, two experiences working with uh, E.G. extensively in in Sydney, Australia, when we did Happy Feet Two. Just watching her work and going through characters in different ages, and then sitting in the the newer seasons of Fairly, Fairly Odd Parents and watching Kari and Darren and Suzanne Blakesley and Tara Strong. And I just I got an opportunity to sit back and went, man. And I've always likened us to really cool studio musicians. Yeah. that can play any note that you want. Mm-hmm. And and I think, yeah, we are generous. We go to cons and people come out. How do I get invited? I always say, listen, there's always room for somebody new. It's tough. I read thousands of pages of copy and maybe book seven jobs, but that doesn't mean there's not room for somebody new. There's Eric Bowser, case in point. And it doesn't mean that you can't make your own YouTube channel and do all the voices and write your own cartoon and get a flash animator. Anything's possible is what I say. It's difficult. you got to be pers- persistent, but there's work. room here. There's room for for all kinds of talent. So, What I wanted to ask is, what is your interaction with the producers? Because you've worked with Nickelodeon and then like Disney, which those studios must act like two totally different. Di- Disney's a beast. Um, what is your interaction with development of a character with the writers um, and with the producers, director? How much interaction development? Is it that warm, fuzzy feeling with that part of the show too? Or is it just the voice actors? I think... I think when you first, you know, basically you first read for something, it's like they're you're booking it because you're you're kind of getting the picture, you're kind of creating this little voice that looks kind of like either their picture or whatever. And then once you get in there, sometimes it's like Rugrats, for instance, took a little while for the producers all to kind of keep honing it out. It was like a real group thing of like, okay, we want him to be a little more this way or a little more that way. And then you kind of mold this thing with the director and the writers. I mean, I can say like Rugrats was really, Tommy Pickles was a creation of like so many people. I had the voice that I started with, but it came from this amazing writer, this amazing director and these amazing producers and everybody just worked together. So I think it's just a, a group but thing. But still how like amazing that you're able to, with your voice, do what everyone's trying to yeah, get. Yeah, like, that's super mm-hmm. fun. Crazy. How much of how much of the animation work is done before you get into the booth? Because you guys all have improv experience as well. You can't really get in the booth and just improv when they've already done the. the Actually, you can. Actually, you can. I have a cartoon called Off the Curb. You can look it up on YouTube or go to Mondo Media, and it's an all improvised cartoon with John DiMaggio, Gary Anthony Williams, myself, Eric Bauza. Fred Tatashore, and it is all improvised. But to that point, it depends. Uh, sometimes we do ADR, additional dialogue replacement, where it's fully animated and the lip fat flaps are off and we have to do it to timing. Other times you'll get a picture of the character. Okay. Other times you'll get a storyboard. And other times you'll receive the script ahead of time. And it really, we have good intuition, but, you know, Butch Hartman loves to be tough love director. It really depends upon the director that you have. Yeah, because sometimes yeah. you don't get a chance. Kari and EG are working so often, they might get a script the day before and they're working on two right. other shows that they know that when they show up, a director like Butch or like, uh, Andrea Romano will be able to get them there. Their, their mutual skills will be able yeah. to meet and get it done. Yeah. One of the questions I got a lot from the listeners, uh, you guys have done a lot of comic book stuff. I want to play the clip of Carlos as Bane. Oh, yeah. Um, and yes. thank you to Andrea Romano, who who just basically said, do you want to do this? And I had no idea, because I'm a jock. A I was huge. a jock. I was not a comic book guy. So I, I'm, I'm thankful for you were a playing Bane. 
I was a jock. Just How much you my bench? Reno 911 yeah. fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> How much you bench, Carlos? That was me in high school. But but to your point, when you said like if you've if you've received a script because you've all played characters that are established in in the world, especially like Wonder Woman. How much research do you have to do prior to be like, God, I have to understand this whole world where cult people, followers, have read every comic book. They know every oh, line yeah. that this character yeah. has yeah. done. That's got to be a little creepy. And what kind of preparation are you able to do? It can be, I mean, it can be a little daunting, especially. I mean, I like to joke that I do research for certain things, but I actually just love comic books. Like, I used to read X-Men comic books all the time. You're like a nerd's fantasy. Like I, you, yeah. you're, like, you're like the whole the nerd, Yeah, I, I collect the Wonder Woman mugs. I collect, wow. you know, it's, I'm... I'm, I'm that I'm that geek girl. My lesbian listeners are like, boop. <laughs> yes. But so, so before, like, I got the part of Emma Frost when we did Wolverine and the X-Men. And so I told myself, well, I'm just going to do research and read some more X-Men comic books. But I just wanted to read the X-Men. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so sometimes when you do a character like that, there is source material out there that you can at least look at and pull from it and just kind of get a better sense of it. And then other times you're, you're on, your own. on your own. You're creating something completely new and exciting. Yeah, so. or sometimes they'll say, we need uh, Mrs. Incredible for The Incredibles. Remember Holly Hunter? Yeah. Oh, yes. And Pixar I love will, that movie. Pixar will send out a massive casting saying, we're looking for a Holly Hunter sound alike. And then, you know, my agents will call me and say, can you do Holly Hunter? I'm like, nah. And then they're like, you can do it. And I'm like, nah. And then they'll go, just go do it. And I'm like, okay. So anyway, Mrs. Holly Hunter talks like oh this. And suddenly she starts talking like this. And then I get Mrs. Holly Hunter. You know, that's I awesome. That's yeah, yeah. She has that smoky yeah. Yeah. quality. Yeah, but that's what happens is that you just kind of morph and channel. And sometimes you just hear a, a one reference line and then you book it. And then, then you might do a little more research, listen to her a little more, and just kind of get her in you a little more. And I, I know that you had to take over for Babe, uh, yeah. for the sequel. You had to take yeah. over for your colleague who yeah. unfortunately passed away. That yeah. must have been bittersweet. Well, uh, which part? I mean, yeah. They, I mean, having, you know, taking over the role. It was, it was, but I originally I didn't take over. This is the role, babe. Was originally they were replacing Chris because there were contract negotiations. Oh, okay. Things. I didn't know and that. And I, yeah, that was what happened. And then I didn't take the role. I basically said, I'm not auditioning for my friend's part. And, but that's I will. Some, like, that's some. Right I mean, you have yeah. to remember, I did Rugrats with her. She was Chucky. She yeah. was my Chucky yeah, yeah, yeah. and my Tommy. So I said, I won't do that role because I don't want to je- jeopardize her negotiation process. But I will, would love to audition for that role. There was another kid role in which I booked. So we're like, okay, great. I booked it. And then like a day, four days before we actually started recording that movie, then the director called me while I was sitting on a beach George from Miller, Australia. Right? Yeah, George called me and said, AJ, you know, we've... We've cast somebody else already. We've already negotiated her contract, but we all keep listening to the voice tapes and you are babe and we want to have you do this. Will you be okay with doing it now? And I said, at this point I would because now I knew they already cast somebody else and Mm -hmm. I didn't have anything to do with jumping in her path so and then I did Babe so it was one of those things that's beautiful and I will say Babe Pig in the City I could watch a movie about people dying just you know and I'm like oh that's sad Babe Pig in the City I burst into tears and cried (sighs) something about like when animals you know something right but my mom and I joke about it all the time my mom was like Babe Pig in the City I'm like (laughs) that scene with Mickey Rooney falling down with the fire in the background and if you meet George Miller he's the nicest guy yeah. He's like, how are you? He remembers everybody. E.G., how are you going? Yeah, Carlos, how's the yeah. girls? Yeah, Not a guy beautiful. that you would picture doing Mad Max or, Big, huge movie. or a dark yeah. movie like Babe in the City. That's crazy. Babe in the City. Um, so let, let's take a look at, at your Babe, Babe. character and, yeah. and talking about the superhero world because it's it's totally different than than your, your other characters. Didn't I bury you alive? That's where you made your mistake. 
I won't repeat it. That's so deep, Carlos. I think I had some augmentation. Well, physically, right there, yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys do all like the uh, sounds Oh yeah, they yep. make you do all the fight sounds, yeah. Didn't I bury you alive? I won't repeat it. I think they augmented it a little bit. But this was uh, Andrea Romano cast wow. me. And this is so different from your other voices. Do you sit home and do you guys sit home? Do you guys practice your voices like in the mirror? Like how do you cultivate? It? Like a singer will want to rehearse and want to hit notes that they probably won't hit well. They want to they want to practice. Well, that. like she she did for Babe. I did for uh, I was the same thing. Uh, Brian Monroe Disney said uh, we're sounding like for Mike Wazowski, Billy Crystal, and I go. My agents like sends me out for it, and I'm like, I don't do Billy Crystal. It's like, yeah, you're a tenor, you can do it. And so I watched the movie Forget About Paris. It's the one with Deborah Winger. Oh my god! <laughs> and guys, on a bench. First yeah. of all, my brother's got bad ears with no ears, and second of all, you're married. And that got me right there. And then all of a sudden, I started watching more Mike Wazowski. Sully, we got to get a great idea, Sully. And it's wow. after hours and hours. Of pr- I watched Forget About Paris. I was on a VHS, and I kept rewinding it. You're married. Come on. Get at it. Would you That's stop, crazy. old man, with the donuts? And you just watch the way they're made. And it, eventually, you get it. If you're in it, you'll yeah. get it. There are some, of course, that we can't get. And there are great impressionists out there. Titus, Titus Welliver, uh, uh, Ross Marquand, Jim Meskimen, uh, Eric Bowser. So, there's Amazing. Jeff Amazing. Bennett. Uh, Billy West. There's so many people that are so gifted with impressions. Uh, Maurice LaMarche, uh, everybody. Yeah. Uh, but why is it you would think that you wouldn't be able to get it? Like when you said you don't think you could do it, you didn't I don't know. I I'm that weird. I, I do that all the time. Like my agents will be like, they want you to go in on this thing for like a Joshua Kapoor thing. I'm like, I don't do her. No, no. <laughs> oh my God, then, I can totally then, see Joshua. Yeah, I can like, see it like uh, cinematically uh, though. I literally, I'm, I'm known at my agency for always going, no, I don't do that. <laughs> and then they're like, you just, can you just go in? I'm like, no, I, I don't do that. I don't do Russian. I just know <laughs> And then I go in and it's like Wisconsin cheese talking to the lady and she's talking about cheese, you know. And so then all of a sudden you I would do be that so great as Natasha, by the way. Yeah, and yeah, now you're cool. doing something with um, Well we do Melania Trump's Melania cousins. Trump's Melania cousins. Trump's cousins. It's our you guys gotta go you log and on Hill. and read uh subscribe to E. G. and Melinda's YouTube page, but it's Melania Trump's cousins, melanoma and bulimia. And <laughs> oh, we geez. and we I'm <laughs> bulimia. I'm bulimia. And I actually got that voice from the Wisconsin cheese commercial <laughs> and so yeah and that though they're so funny if you guys watch them it's like literally every time we do them they're only a minute they're a webisode every time we do them Melania Trump's cousins we start laughing hysterically so everyone ends with us completely losing it and breaking character you gotta watch it it's wow. so oh, good that sounds great I remember Kari yeah. coming in to do Rochelle for Planes 3 you were doing Julia Louis Dreyfus's voice. You oh, were playing yeah, the French yeah. playing the character, French. and you like—I don't think I had really met you before. And I'm like, damn, this girl is that good. She yeah. nailed it. Yeah. She so was like, man, you were spot on. You you kind of you do pl- kind of play around sometimes in 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 your house with with different things. Like I I'm I'm in a phase now where I play a lot of babies. And so uh, when I had the first baby. Are you single? <laughs> like, that must be fun to date somebody who's doing a baby voice all day. <laughs> Our first date. Let me do a baby voice. Let me do a baby voice for you. But yeah, so, you know, I was at home for the first, very first audition that ever popped up for it. And I was like, man, I can't do it, you know? And so so then you just start like, you just start kind of putting your hand in your mouth. Like, That's oh. creepy and uncomfortable. 
What the? <laughs> I just lactated. <laughs> I love it. Alex just lactated. It's just all right. To, just it's so good. It. Put it in the man can. To be fair, he does that on a daily basis. Though. But <laughs> it's weird. You know, if there had been some like secret video camera at, at my place, I'm like sticking my hand in my mouth and making baby noise. But you, you have to do that. You have to work through the character yeah. Watch out. You might get your Grabby Award. Grabby. Be careful what you grab for. Are you trying to do like a kid with braces? So then you're like... So then this kid sort of talks like this, and suddenly she sounds like she has braces. You know, it's like you just, like, do weird that things. But you've, so you add inflections to everything. It's, it's like playing dress-up with yeah. a closet of your voices. Yeah. Um, E.G., we got so many emails, obviously, uh, from voicing Buttercup and Powerpuff Girls. Oh, cool, yeah. You know, Buttercup. Like, we've talked about superheroes <laughs> that were told what the superhero is. You've created a superhero. That's so fun. <clears throat> from the ground up, and she's spicy. Um, yes! What were you given in terms of, here's this weird cartoon? Because when Powerpuff Girls first came out, people were like, what the hell is this? Well, we actually did the pilot for that like seven or eight years young, oh, years earlier. Like, the Are guy you serious? Was, the bird, Craig McCracken was the creator. He was like, literally oh, looked like he was 16 years old. He was, the, he was a minor, I think. Oh, wow. And we were all like, who is this kid? And we did this thing, and they didn't know who was going to do which voice at the time. Like, they didn't know Tara, who Tara was going to be, or Kathy, or I. They just sort of like... Heard our voices, and then nobody was defined, and then somehow they they ended up me being the little feisty one, and then Tara being the sweet bubbly one, and then Kathy being the more meticulous one, and then and then seven years later they come back. Remember that pilot you did for the Powerpuff Girls? That well, has they, to be weird. It is wow. weird, but it happens all the time. I mean, that happens all the time, and then the next thing you know, they're like, "Can you? We're going to do a series," and then you really start to hone in your character. So then Buttercup got even feistier and. Biatchier and you know, wow. Let, yeah. let's take a look at a, at a clip of a Buttercup. Um, you know, she had black hair. She was so distinctive. I have to tell you, E.G. Yeah. Buttercup. I bought the Buttercup backpack. This was oh, after college, yeah. by the way. <laughs> I had Buttercup everything: the keychain, the wallet. I'm not kidding that. you. I was Buttercup because love. Yeah, that. let let. She has like the no. Sally O'Malley. <laughs> Okay, now, let me see. <laughs> so cute. Oh, man. Jeez, I'm really sorry, Bubbles. It was an accident. I didn't mean to. It, it, it's just, oh, I'm sorry. I'm really so sorry. It's okay, Buttercup. She'll be fine. Okay, but I am sorry. It's okay. I'm sure the professor can put it back in. Well, <laughs> amazing. But there is something you can do with it that's even neater. Is that Tom Kane? Yeah, like Tom Kane. Just like that. Good night, girls. <laughs> I'm quite sure. So cute. Now go to sleep. So cute. So that's establishing, uh, so you know, really th- this character. So Tom Kane's amazing. Tom Kane from Kansas. He did the from mayor Kansas. on that show. He does oh. so many great. Oh, well, Tom Kenny's the mayor, and then Tom Kane. I mean, not right. Tom Kane is the uh, the doctor. The doctor. Oh my! And Tom Kane did him, which is the creepiest character. He's like a tranny kind of character. He's really did an amazing job with that character. Did you remember that character? <laughs> Very weird. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful, though. That is a beautiful. I just want to hear you keep doing yeah. that. I know. Right? <laughs> that should be my ringtone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and we you do don't that. Sing. I don't know about you guys, but we do a lot of ringtones for friends. Really? You know, for I'm their sure. kids. Like, would you do my kids' ringtone? Oh, yeah. Hi! She's not here right now. Leave us a message. I'm going to whoop your hiney. You have to do it. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> my you agent guys? called and like, saw that and be like... He's for real. (laughs) Do you guys practice voices uh, in your car chewing out other drivers who may make mistakes? Do you use... Do you no, use but definitely visuals. when people when people call your house that you don't want to like people call your house and it's like my mom my mom's not here and <laughs> your 
want, you know, oh, yeah. do you want me yeah. to, uh, can I have your number? I'll have her call you back. <laughs> and then they're like, no, sorry. I'll uh, try again. Yeah. yeah. Um, E.G., we got a lot of questions about your work with Rob Zombie, also with Tim Burton. Mm. That's a whole different yeah. take. Now, for all of you guys uh, working for Disney and Nickelodeon, do you have to check in with the studio as to like what you guys do as side jobs? Or like even being on the show, if Disney was like, well, that was a little blue for us. If I did, I'd probably never work again because I like when you come to a signing. Like I'm doing one in Kansas, by the way, coming Ooh, up next nice. month. But like when I do my oh. signings, like I go, I go across. We all do these signings, uh, you know, all over. I'm doing a lot of them right now. I just did Ohio and I just did Texas. And when people come to my table to come meet me, meet me, which is so much fun, I love it so much. It's my favorite thing. My table literally goes from like our almost X-rated down to like PG. And then kids, you know, it's like you'll have the Rob Zombie pictures, like Sex Head, and, and you have some yeah. pinup pictures too that have been in many boys' yeah. rooms. Yeah. yeah, and then you move to them moving right along. We move to the middle of the table, and then there's like Dottie and Valley Girl, and all the kind of like cool culty films, yeah. and then Friends and whatnot. And then you move down, and then you get like Rugrats, Powerpuff Girls, Babe, and all that. It's really fun. So basically, like you were saying, Kari, like I get the moms who love like the Valley Girls and the, the big fans of Pee Wee, and then the dads who love Dottie and wanted to marry me. I'm like, yeah. you want to marry Dottie, really? And then you get the hardcore rock and roller parents that come for the hard Rob stuff. Rob Zombie. You have a good relationship with him. Yeah, I love Rob. I mean, yeah, he's really cool. He's hired me a couple times, and he always hires me and knows right how to cast me. I mean, can't was Candy in the first one, I guess, in Sex Head in this one, but he always he knows exactly how to cast me, and it's really fun. It's fun when people remember you and bring you back in. For my listeners, go rent The Devil's Rejects. That's yeah, fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yes. great film. But thirty one is a, thirty one is the new one that's out now. Thirty one, and I play Sex Head, and you got to see it because it's the first movie where I actually got to be like a live cartoon because I'm wearing like something looks like an anime cartoon my out my costume but then I also kind of altered my voice a little so I felt like it was like the ultimate in acting because I got to be a cartoon as a human I that's love really that good. yeah, nice. that's, cool. yeah that's, really that's cool let's take a look at at Tommy Pickles yeah now the series like spawned like a movie and many movies yeah, now do you cool. collect all the Tommy Pickles dolls and I had a lot of them but I've given a lot of people come over and like I love that and I'm like you can have it you know, so I gave away a lot of toys that I had because people just, it was so happy, made me happy. But, oh, Tommy, you got the boo boo. Oh, it was worth it, Chucky. Even if all my blood comes out and I shrivel up or get an inflection. I love Tommy Pickles' voice. <gasps> I love this hurt, Because I got this boo boo when you were at your grandma and grandpa's house. No. I got this one. Tommy, Tommy, let's go. Oh, <laughs> so I had a boo-boo just like that once. Let me show you something. Ow! Why'd you do that? Oh, the blood's gonna come out. No, it won't. See? This one's almost gone. Oh, then... Uh, then this one's going to be okay too. <laughs> so and as adults, like we watch this, so it's just, it's just I'm crazy. Like, I'm, and I'm just yeah. enchanted. Yep, it's such a cute show. It was amazing. So show. warm. And that was Chris mm-hmm. Kavanaugh, who was amazing. Yeah. And then yeah. later, uh, Nancy Cartwright did did that voice. Love Nancy Cartwright. Yeah. Is it hard to say goodbye to a character when you know, like, the show has ended? There's always reboots. Sometimes you get cast with the reboot. Sometimes you don't. Is it hard when you're like, wow, these, this has been my family, mm-hmm. and now it's yeah. time to... Mm-hmm. Like like Rocco's. 
Yeah, we recently did the the reboot. Like I said, we recorded last November, I think it was, and it's going to come out either this year or later. And it was weird to see Tom Kenny to my right and Charlie Adler and Doug Lawrence to my left, and it felt like a rock and roll band. Like, hey, you guys want to get together twenty five years later? Like Spinal Tap. Roger Waters said it's all right. David Gilmour, we're getting on. We're going to put the tour back, and it was yeah, it was wonderful to come back. I I played Mr. Weed on the first season of A Family Guy, and he, yes. and he died. That wasn't so familiar. What happened? With, with, with that because there's been a lot of and we could talk about it or not talk about it but you know all was, I know is that he just died and I didn't come back and that was it that's the, all I know um, but if we don't do any more Fairly Odd Parents because Kari just joined the cast yeah. and seamlessly fit in oh, that's been like 17 years oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chloe yeah. Carmichael but just to, to know that I spent so much time with Tara and and Butch and Darren and Suzanne Blakesley that's a family that was more yeah. familial uh, so uh, Family Guy less so because it was only a season but Rocco was hard to let go I always great reverence for him because like the, he's so sweet I mean oh, that, good old Rocco he, you know everybody likes him he's like Winnie oh. the Pooh but to revisit it again to get a reboot I think Justin knows how excited I was to get a reboot for, for Rocco that's the character I revere the most because it's my first, but it's kind of the sweetest character I've probably ever done and so yeah it, it's hard to let go of that that yeah. family. I mean, leaving Australia because it was more than that movie turned out not being as good as the first one, the Happy Feet sequel. But just the time spent oh, with Sydney in Sydney with E.G. and everybody, you just knew that that was like a summer camp that like you never wanted to come You'll back. Never from. do again that. like but that. But the yeah. energy pours across the screen. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. An audience can can pick on that. I wanted to look at a clip from Elena of Avalor because it's so restrained for you in terms yeah. of a voice. Yeah. Skylar's this big character, um, yeah. but it's it's in this Disney thing. So let's let's take a look. On your left! Uh, Skylar! Look out! <laughs> Luna, come on. It is too early for these shenanigans. <laughs> oh, what are you so cranky about, Migs? The evil queen is gone, the majesty of Avalor has returned, and we're back on the flag. <laughs> Strike a pose. <laughs> <sighs> hey, let's go see if Princess Elena's up. Great idea. Uh-uh. No way, you two. It's bad enough you woke me up. But but it's very conservative. Oh, it's so yeah, it's you know very like, can yeah, do. Yeah. It's very like we can't do. Like, hey, I'm a clown, but if you come near Avalor, you better watch out. My claws come out. And he, actually, he's a kind of a younger, bassier version of Ricochet from Mucha Lucha. Family, honor, tradition, donuts. You know, but Ricochet was more savvy. He's just fun-loving. Yeah, it is Disney-fied, but I kind of like doing it. I got to tell you, my daughter, my eight-year-old, she wanted me to say something to you about Skylar, and that was, you're really good at matching your voice to your emotions. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I get to be the navigator? No way! (laughs) I'm so excited. It's fun. It's fun to be a, you know, because in our adult lives, life is real, and it's hard, and you're not always so positive. So, yeah, it's fun to play. It's always fun to play evil. But this is a case where it's not too campy for me, actually. Actually, it's it's Skylar Skylar. He's cool. And it's it's, it's fun. I like Are it. you guys <sighs> constantly just walking around like with different voices in your head? Like You know what I do constantly? I literally will be watching people all the time. Like I'm watching yeah. everybody's face all the time. I'm like I could be literally I still look like I'm like spaced, Terminator. I'm spaced <laughs> out half the time. People think I'm spaced out, but what I'm really doing is I'm studying your yep. face and your yeah, mouth and, and your tongue hitting your teeth and your lips curling over your upper lip and your 
You know, it's just a really fun game, and nobody knows I'm doing it. <laughs> nope, I get in trouble <laughs> no, I'm because like, Don't look at me. <laughs> I'll be at Sorry. a store or someplace, <laughs> and I'll hear a phenomenal accent, and I'll start to copy it yeah. to the person, and my wife will hit me. I was like, no, 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 it's research. But I mean, it's because oh, so yeah. it's because I love it. So fun. I love yeah. mimicking dialects and accents. Yeah. I absolutely do. Yeah, and little kids are good. You can. There's a lot of fun mm-hmm. with little kids. Mm-hmm. EJ, we got a, a question. Uh, was being on The Voice? Did you think that was uh, dangerous to your c- career? Um, I wasn't really thinking about that at the moment. At the moment, I had just come out of like a midlife crisis where I was thinking like. I'm getting too old to do the things I love. And so I just come through this horrible spiral of that thinking for a short period of time when I finally realized I'm never too old to do what I love, that nobody's too old to do what you love, that that is what life is about is doing what you love. Mm. So I had just come out of this period where I just started saying yes to everything that I loved. I was doing everything that I loved. And that was, I didn't even want to be on, I wasn't even trying to be on that show. I was hosting a show called Balcony TVLA that um, I started in, Doing, I did a, a song on it, and then the lady asked if I'd host, and I was like, "Sure." It goes in alignment with doing everything that I love. And then she called me one day and said, I "Hope you're not mad at me, but I got you an audition for The Voice." And I was like, "Oh, I can't do that because." And there was a moment where I thought my kids will think that's so stupid, and I can't do it. And not that The Voice is stupid, but you know, my teenage kids were like, I was afraid they'd think I was being like silly, being my age, trying to be on The Voice with all these younger people and all this. So I, I almost bought into it for a second. I thought, no, no, I have to say yes to this because this is one of those things that I love to do. And I hadn't had a deal in a while. I hadn't been singing much. And it kind of just rekindled my love for my mm. music. And then I just, I don't know how it happened. Uh, one minute I was like watching it on TV. And the next minute I was on the stage watching Blake and, and CeeLo turn around. And I was like, how did this happen? And it, it happened because I allowed myself to not stop dreaming, to just keep going for the dream. I love beautiful. It's salty, whatever, but it's, it's like a it's for real. But it was real. It was yeah. like, it was one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had in my lifetime. One of them was doing the vo- the, the show, Listen Closely, was one of the most powerful artistic projects I'd ever done because it was a monumental undertaking. It was a huge project for me. And I'm so happy with how it came out. You can see it. Go watch it. But, um, on my website. And then, but that was one of those things where I was like, who would have thought I was going to do that at my age? And I was already like, I feel like I've had an amazing career. Like I've had a blessed career. Like I've done everything. I I do everything I want to do. I do music. I've had hit records. I've toured all over the world. I've done movies and I do cool movies and cool cartoons. So it's like, that was just another magical moment of saying, you know what, what else do I want to do? It kind of reopened myself up to like, what do I want to do now? You know? But so it, it also allows us, we're, we're entertainers that we're, what they are, Still, no matter how big you get, still trying to promote yourselves mm-hmm. yeah. and still trying Constantly. to, right? Even, I don't care if it's, it's a grabby, which is fantastic, to, to yeah. being on The Voice. You're yeah. still trying to say, hey, I've I'm I've never working. won an award. <clears throat> you know what? Until and tonight, honestly, for me, it's not about, it's not even, I don't even want to promote like. myself anymore. I do it because <laughs> it's part of like the thing. But sure. that's the thing that shifted for me is I don't really care anymore. I really care about doing the work that I love. I don't really care anymore. Like, I don't have to prove myself to anyone. Yeah, I feel like I've absolutely. made yeah, the you, groundwork. You guys are, you know? like, the top of the top. One of the questions I got from listeners is, what makes you say yes to a project? Because some of the cartoons that you guys have done are like, what the hell is that? Like, Rocco's Modern Life, to me, was like, that's, like, what? Out there, yeah. yeah so it's out so there. Good. Yeah. It was my first cartoon, but I think I suddenly realized right away 
It was me, Tom Kenny, and Charlie Adler, and uh, oh, Linda Wallum, who became a producer, actually. And Linda actually was, I think, is still with Melissa Etheridge. Oh. Um, she, and but uh, she was great. She was fantastic. So I think we knew right away that that was a good project. Instinctually, I knew it was. So you did it, that was just by luck. I didn't know what I, what I was doing, but yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> There's some cartoons, there, there's some cartoons or video games that you do as a job for sure. There's some things you end up doing for a job. You want to stay busy, you want to work. Yeah. It's yeah. a paycheck, and they're not as exciting. And fortunately, those are, are are fewer in between than the better jobs. I think so. You never know though. Like Valley Girl was a movie that was so low budget that we had to wear our own clothes. And now, yeah. you know, well, that, everybody Valley Girl, loves right? That Valley movie Girl. blew up. So but much. at the time, we were all auditioning. We're like, we're gonna get paid like nothing, and we're gonna wear our own clothes. That's like a really very small movie but we just went in to do it because it was fun and then it blew up and was like a cult a, a cult thing now they're doing Valley Girl the musical I think I can say that yeah I think I can say that they're I've doing a Valley Girl uh, redo that. and it's a musical I'm actually going to do a little cameo on it but like Yay, who, knew, wow. who knew that this movie that I did over 30 years ago is now doing a, like a remake wow. and just like you said like the Powerpuff Girls like seven years later okay know. now we're ready oh, I, okay. I never I know I rarely turn down honest good work I really do people think I'm kind of like I really rarely turned out like I just got asked to do some movie and I'm gonna do it because like it's been a little slower in the movie realm and, and it's a really funny part and I was like it's funny and I get to be this blah 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 and then he's like yeah you get to be that character and I'm like I will do it <laughs> and I don't even know if I'm getting paid I don't even yeah. care but I really fun. just love to work it just must be fun. nice to be like I don't care if I'm getting yeah. paid <laughs> I just said welcome yeah. to Orange <laughs> County Theater <laughs> real quick I, well, I like to get paid too okay yeah it's all yeah. nice I just had the yeah. same experience with uh, Gabby Dunn. She writes for BuzzFeed. She has her YouTube channel. She's a pansexual, and she wrote a, a story, a project for uh, New Form. She's a, a what? Co- What's a pansexual? Pansexual, not being defined by her she, she uh, sexual title. Fluid. She's sexually fluid. But what she, does that mean? So you, you're, uh, you're anything? You're, get, you're, you're anything. You're not defined you're by not who definitely. you're happening to engage with. But she wrote something called Love Me Do about her life uh, being a pansexual and about her life with her father. And about a year ago, doing Melinda Hill's uh, read for Romantic Encounters, she asked me to play her father. And we recently just shot it. Uh, we shot at what's called an incubator for, for New Form. And it's a pilot proof of concept. And I got to play her dad That's in cool. two stages of her life when he was an alcoholic cool. and when he joined a cult. And no oh. money, but like like EG is like, man, I really liked it. I yeah. don't know what's going to happen, but I thanked her profusely for letting me be able to play this role because awesome. it, it was a great departure from what I have been doing, and it was it was good. She's a good writer, so yeah. same thing. And you know, you want to creativity is like what we're supposed to be doing. It's like yep. do it, do it. If you're an actor, do it. And if you're a singer, yourself. do it. You know, stop waiting around. Like you could be waiting around for not missing the right. You know, you're afraid to miss the right boat so you don't catch any boat and then you wonder why you're not living your life it's like get on some damn boats and take some rides and yeah. who the hell knows what's going to happen you never know I say never yes yeah say yes. I love that you know I say yes too much uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> that earned you an award yeah but you got an award for it that's yeah. excellent news I wish I could get an award for saying no anyway yes is better than no all the time I agree yeah yeah uh, we're going to talk about dealing with fans at Comic-Con, uh, but Kari, uh, people wanted to know what your audition for uh, Final Fantasy was like, because Final Fantasy... That's a cult following. It's, it's yeah. a big one. Yeah. I, I've actually done, um, I think, four Final Fantasy games, um, but the, the most recent one, the Final Fantasy XV, is, has been you know, huge, and it was, like the I think, the biggest, biggest Final Fantasy game you know, launch that they've ever had, and... 
uh, and I played Aranea in that. And they're they're very secretive. It's one of those projects where you audition for it, and it's like Project Black or yeah. Project. It's like a new Star Trek yeah. reboot. Project with Apple. Abrams. Yeah. Yeah. So so you don't really know exactly what you're auditioning for. And then when I got the part and I went in and I started recording, I I, did, I still didn't know for like the first couple of sessions. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, so, you know... That's probably better, though, right? Because your nerves are not, yeah. like, yeah. up here. Yeah. That, that, that's happened on a lot of... Especially with video games, that the um, the NDAs and the secrecy are really... Like, I did Fallout 4 and, and yes. uh, did not know pretty much through a big chunk of that what the heck I was doing. It's so fun. Yeah, so, you know, you just... That's where you ha- hope you have a good director that's kind of guiding you and giving you... You know where you are in the story and what your your ultimate you know arc with your character is and and stuff like that. So, but then once once I found out what it was and you know later started seeing the character art and everything, I got really excited because she's she's pretty sexy. Well, and a huge part of like (laughs) history. Do you guys watch your own shows? Sometimes. Be honest. Be honest. You know what? I will say that one of the few you don't, Carlos, at all. Really don't. I, I like I like Dateline watching that with my wife. I love UFC Fight House. I love American Gods. <laughs> I, we love Penny Dreadful. Oh yeah, I love drama. When Penny Lapone was on. Uh, every, <laughs> she can't enunciate where shit, but still. Uh, <laughs> every <laughs> once in a while, I'll watch it if it's a premiere. But uh, beyond that, I don't. I feel so. so Bruce Hartman will go, Carlos. Hey, did you see yourself the other night? I'm like, oh yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. I just don't. I don't. I don't. I, maybe I should, but I. I enjoy doing it so much that yeah. I really don't... If other people watch it, that's great. You should do it. You're pretty good Elizabeth Taylor yeah. would never watch her own films. You, you, what you I, were saying... You know, I, I try to watch like one or two just to see if you've the hit show. the mark just to just to see how it all comes together because we we're in the booth but there are so many other components to a yeah. cartoon so to get to see the the artwork come together and to to see the the background layouts and, That's and just, cool. you know yeah. it's a whole mm-hmm. team of people that are working to put out that cartoon so i always like to see at least you know like one episode mm-hmm. maybe two of a show to just see how it all kind of conceptually came together but the one show that I, I work on that I found myself watching and now I love as a fan as well as a cast member is Rick and Morty. Oh, I, yes. Can we look at a quick uh, clip I, from Rick and Morty? I love yeah. it. I love it so much. You gotta be aware. Aware of all the blue. Up in the air. The personality. This whole cartoon is like so different. Oh and the personality. God, I love this cartoon. It's so good. Yo, yo, blue hating rapper. It's a blue hating rap. Hey there, Jessica. Oh, oh whoopsie. <laughs> oh my god, Morty, you look really nice tonight. Wow, thanks. I love you, Morty. I love you so much it burns. <laughs> oh man, I I love you too, Jessica. <sighs> Is this pump bothering you, Jessica? Leave him alone, jerk. <laughs> I'm in love with him. He's more man than you will ever be. I would listen to my car, by the way. Germs. Oh, man, Morty. I'm really sorry. Oh, well, no problem, Brad. There's something special about you, Morty. So special. Whoa, take it easy. Get your hands off of him. I'm trying to be with my man. Enough, Bradley. We don't want you injuring your ball throwing arm. Oh, Principal Vagina. I wish I had a little of the flu season dance. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's good because that's that kind of good adult animation acting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, we have so many other questions from fans. Uh, 
what is one thing uh, that you would want to tell you? Oh, P.S. We end the show with a rapid fire five, and you're all victim to it. Oh, so yeah. have to answer it. Uh, but our fans want to know uh, what would you like to tell them after meeting them? And I have to say, all you guys are so nice. I've got nothing but compliments at your Comic Con signings, everything. You guys are just so nice and spend time. Because usually I fish for like stories like, oh, do you remember this one person? No. I just want to say I want to say thanks because it's nice to be somebody's big deal. It is, it especially really when is you have that. kids yeah. and a family. You come home and your kids are like, "Get out of my room!" or whatever. You do, you get an audition. Our job, at least for me lately, is you fail, quote unquote. You're a fisherman. You fail yeah. most of the time. So if you're somebody's big deal, that's a pretty cool yeah. thing. So I'm very thankful to anybody that comes up in public or at my at a table at a con. Thank you, thank you yeah, for making sweet. me feel it's, good. It's so lovely because, especially with the, with the nature of animation, it's it's very anonymous to a certain degree. And you signed a big sword. Uh, we have a picture. I, of that. I've like, signed. That's a very big sword. Huge <laughs> swords. I've signed a lot of swords. I think the weirdest thing I've ever signed was a a pair of underwear. Oh my God. There was a guy that came up and he's like, w- "Will you sign this this pair of spy- uh, Superman?" You probably underwear? made. Oh his don't tell my wife. Uh, Will yeah. I'll be right back. Oh, yeah. They looked clean. And so they I weren't. did. Oh gosh! Well, if they were, they weren't. They're not now. But, but, uh, but yes, yeah. There's there you go. One the of password many. is DNA. <laughs> but it's really lovely. Like you know, you 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 kind of do this, and you're like, ah, we you know, we just do cartoons, and you know, it's in in this dark studio and stuff like that. And then you actually go out in the world to a convention or something like this, and people are like, oh, this really got me through a tough time, or this meant Sweet. something to me. And it's it's lovely. It's the most wonderful thing. So yeah. Thank you to the fans. But that's what I'm that's talking amazing. about. What I was talking about you earlier. Just don't but know. That's why oh, yeah. this community is so amazing. Is because it is so fan grounded. Seems like friendly. Like I would hang out with so you guys. Cool. Yeah, in a yeah. heartbeat. We we would hang out with you too. We're we are hanging out with you. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> with <laughs> with <laughs> reservation. Did you hear that? Yeah, there was a button there. Slow down. <laughs> but well, I was yeah. waiting for like the whole chorus of people. Like, yeah, we love. No, you they're fine. I've hung out with them. You got to be careful with what you say. But when people say you you grew them up. You know, when people come up and say, you were my whole childhood. I mean, that's like a pretty incredible thing yeah. to get to be for someone, you know, that their moms grew up, their kids grew up. It's like, that's like, mm-hmm. that's a beautiful gift to get to do right there. And, you know, cartoon history. Totally, um, I want to yeah. do last questions from our, our guest co-host, Alex Dorman. Uh, thank you so much for being here. So oh, fun. Do you have any last questions before we get into our rapid fire? Uh I don't know if it's a question. I just want to, I want to thank you being a part of the community for being so uh, giving and and uh, so willing to help out and give information out. He's going to gonna cry in a minute. No, 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 no. I <laughs> cried in the car on the way here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I just, I really appreciate you guys and everything that you're doing and being so nice. Oh, thank you. I feel like we should say something like really like jerky now just <laughs> yeah. to like – I'm Fuck waiting for off. the jerk to come out. Right? Me right? too. I'm shocked. Level. The only jerk uh. was Carlos not sharing his bourbon. I'll like, say, I'll I'll say my but favorite the thing line. Is he did. He did share his bourbon. Yeah, I with think. you. I'll <laughs> say a line from Rab C. Nesbitt. Crack your face and make your ass jealous, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's Wesley, cute. do you have any last questions? I don't. I think you you, you answered a lot of the ones. I, I really wanted to know about the headspace where you guys were at. but Like, how do you mean? I don't know. I just think it's so fascinating that you can bounce from just character to character, just even sitting here watching you guys. And so I, I just would love to be a, in your mind, just on a day to day, going to the grocery store, like, yeah. cussing someone out in a different voice. It seems like you guys, <laughs> you guys always have to be on. Maybe, yeah, yeah. we have to be on when we have so. to be on. But it's I like don't a, feel so. Like yeah. I noticed when we were working with Robin and Robin yeah. Williams in Australia, 
he is one of those genius artists that really can't stop. Yeah, the Rolodex and, is constantly and, spinning. And you see it. Like, you you would see it. And, you know, you'd see him spinning and spinning and spinning, you know. And that that is a painful place to be, I think. It was. And he, Hank Azaria was yeah. more calculated. Yeah. More like, for sure. Yeah, most people will amazing. say, like, I never do voices. And people say, you're so chill. And I'm like... I don't really run around doing voices. I don't run around doing it. I don't really run. I run around just like having fun and whatever. But it's like my brain doesn't like, I just do it. It comes out on its own little thing. I don't have, I don't think about it. We'll do it during a session. Like we'll riff and we'll play in voices, yeah. which is how the aforementioned Off the Curb yeah. was born Born and during an El Tigre session. You know, John DiMaggio was like, hey man, Frankenstein will whip Dracula's ass. Hell no. Frankenstein will like, he's like, like afraid of fire and then Dracula would attack him in the morning <laughs> and it, it was just we all played during but it's like, really like you don't overthink I think it just happens when yeah. you're that creative that your brain just goes it just it's just you just push the button and it goes it's not like you have to overthink everything I think you know you just allow yourself yeah. to. I think it's just like yeah it's just kind of like I think we're all people that are just I think most voice people are just pretty free and they're pretty connected to their creativity and so it just kind of happens it's not like but again all of us have been doing this a long time i think so there's a lot of like feeling confident and you trust it and you don't care anymore what people think so that's the greatest part <laughs> you know what i mean you don't worry about what looking good you just be goofy and that's a beautiful thing you guys uh, this has been so much fun and so like <laughs> like hanging out i needed this today good thank you <laughs> Because life is so terrible when you win can performer of the year and everybody I, wants to just be can with I pull him. On you. Yeah. Give that guy an award. There it is. Yes. All right. Yes. He just grabbed me. Just kind of pull on your heartstrings. I love it. There's just so much love and positivity from you there guys. Is. It's, there is. It's beautiful to see, and especially yeah. with how much success you guys have, have had. Oh. Like, and still and just award so, winners, too. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Just, it's beautiful. Rapid fire for y'all. Yay, I'm okay. scared. So we're just going to go left to right. Uh, which yeah. of the characters would you hate to meet and also love to meet that that you voiced? Oh, that I voiced? Yeah. Uh, hate hate and love. Oh, God, I'm going to start with me. Hate to meet, hate to meet. Um, maybe uh, Germ Girl. I play a girl, a girl named Germ Girl. Okay. Hate to meet. And love. She, because uh, she she sneezes on you and you got germs. Um, <laughs> uh, and love to meet. I think if I could meet a real human, Tommy Pickles, he would be beautiful. Oh, I want to hang out with I him all the time. That. I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Carlos, love I, hate. I hate to meet Winslow from Cat Dog. Hey, Cat Dog, you prick! Because <laughs> he's such a bully <laughs> and only cares about himself. He's a dick, kind of like our president. Uh, <laughs> what did I say? We're that? unpolitical here. Yeah. Trending mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. is he. Yeah. Um, <laughs> believe me, bigly. Uh, and I'd love to meet Rocco because Rocco is like Winnie the Pooh and he's the coolest and he makes everybody feel good. I love Rocco. You nailed it. Rocco is a modern man, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Car. Oh, man. Okay, so I would hate to meet uh, little Susie. From Phineas and Ferb. She's like, this. so, Candace, Why? there's only room for one little girl in Jeremy's life and that's me, little Susie. She's she's just like pure evil, but she's like wrapped up in the little. I I think I like this little Susan. Yeah, Yeah, I'm gonna take her to West Hollywood. (laughs) What? Well, okay. So, but but Amanda on Bunsen as a Beast is this this new Nickelodeon show. She's she was the one that I would love because she's like nefarious, and uh, they let me get away with going. And now my plan to sabotage the system. (laughs) And it was like the, the happiest moment of my life. And like I did another take to seriously, and then they were like. No, we're keeping sabotage. Ah. Sabotage. Yeah. Love it. If you could go back and voice a classic cartoon movie or show, 
Disney, whatever, but classic, classic, what would it be? Why do I have to go first? Who I, wants to go first? Not me. I would go first. I would probably, let's see, I would like to go back and voice Aladdin because, I mean, if you're considering that one of the classics. Yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah. not from the 30s, yeah. but because Can you imagine, of, like, I'm that old? Oh, the ability to do this. Oh, my, oh my God, God so sassy. What are you doing, my friend? Obviously, to go that crazy, that would, that would be mine. Aladdin. Yeah. Great, 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 great. Mine would be... Mine would be anything from Batman the Animated Series, the oh, original, oh. because uh, that was before my time. Like I was, I was a youngin, and was super inspired by that. That was one of the things that made me want to become a voice actor, and uh, so I never got to do a, do any parts in it. So yeah, if I had it all to do over again, it'd be cool to do something in that. Love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So maybe like Pocahontas. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. It's a musical. I like that. Yeah. I like musicals. I would rather you do the singing because Vanessa Williams has no vibrato. Oh. oh. That's my own. Drives me Pet crazy. Dave. Have you ever seen The Color of the Wind? I mean, Pocahontas no. was my girl. Let's have vibrato. There was a good one. Good songs. <laughs> 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 you right. gotta go first, Carl. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, so I'm going first. <laughs> next okay, one. So rapid next fire. One. So uh, this is very easy. Your in booth personal must haves. And I don't mean like, oh, I need a bottle of water. Like your personal must haves. Like a picture of family or like a rosary or like whatever <laughs> it is. Your personal must haves. Oh, my personal must haves. Kleenex doesn't count. Yeah. Does that, does that sort of count? Like, that's not very That's exciting. kind of like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's all you bring? Yeah, yeah. I don't bring judging. much. I know, judging, silently. This is why EG didn't want to go I first. I can go first on this one. No problem. I got okay, 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 okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This, this little phone charger thing I throw in my purse when my phone's about to die, can't go without this. Because I thought it was like a family picture. She's like, no, yeah. it's no, a phone no, charger. No, no, but uh, truthfully, my, but you don't understand, my phone has a bazillion pictures of my daughters, which is the, the love of oh, my beautiful. Oh, okay. So that just contains awesome. everything and pictures of my animals and everything. So everything I love is, even though I can't stand phones, but that thing has everything I need right there. So I would say this charger, this phone, and some lip liner. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll be sweet. I always bring this phone in. I turn it around so I can look at my girls. Yeah, it's there. Uh, In your flask. Then, uh, no, uh, (laughs) I have to have a good good set of cans set properly to volume. Kari and I are always asking for more in the cans. I have to have good cans. Like a man can? And when I do all the uh, Monsters, Inc. uh, sound-like stuff, uh, Ben Hoppy always uh, at uh, Igloo, they always have uh, M&M's. I have to have M&M's. And and if I go to Out Loud Studio, it's got to be a Mexican Coke. Oh, okay. Those are my must Oh, wow. Interesting. I thought of something. Mexican Golden throat oh. lozenges. I love there. There's a second where she, where you're all like, "Where is she going with this?" No, I know dress? exactly what that yeah, is. Yeah, did you work with? But that's that so diva. Patti LuPone does that. Glenn Close, even they're though she doesn't throat. sing officially, they're amazing. She just likes to say lozenges. That yeah. sounds like a Grappy Award. Golden throat. Golden, golden throat. throat. You have but won she, the golden. Yeah. They are won the golden We're gonna start the golden throats here on all the rocks. It's amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, those are the best, hands down, the best throat lozenges. And you have to go to like Chinatown to get them or order them off Amazon and stuff like that because they're these little. Write that down. They might help you lose weight, too. They're amazing. Fen Fen. The next song, so whoever wants to take this first, most embarrassing song on your playlist. Oh, Oh man. Where to start? (laughs) Who wants to go first? My headphones are cutting in and out, too, just so you know. That's probably Kurt saying I have to go home to my wife. Most embarrassing song. Carlos, go first. Uh, It's not on my playlist, but it's certainly on, uh, it's in my head, X's and O's by Rob Schneider's daughter. 
Oh, My ex is an O's dum dum dee dee da da do 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 dee 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 Really? Oh, this I'll, I'll count this because my wife was making fun of my Pablo Cruz when it's all right. Once you get past the fame, you find yourself in love again. Find your love, keep your heart open because love will find a way. I was oh. embarrassed to, to be dancing to that this morning. He was going to add some reverb. Do, do it again. <laughs> but it, I was in eight different keys. But it's all right. Once you get past the pain, find <laughs> <laughs> yourself in love again. Find your love again. Keep your heart open, cause love will find a way. Oh, you guys, man. that's Man Can's new theme song. I'm yeah. not even kidding you. Pablo Cruz. They're totally going to have that. That was embarrassing to say I enjoyed that this morning. Man Can. That was amazing. White wine and your voice, that song. <laughs> You know, I'm a, I, I, can, I'm I can a, see the commercial. I'm a huge Justin Bieber fan. I really, I mean, he's not a bad vocalist. No, I have to his say, songs it. are amazing. So I can't uh, I say amazing. Amazing. My kids get in my car and like, Mom, you're listening to Justin Bieber all the time. I'm like, I can't help it. So Justin Bieber, like, sorry, forget that song is so good. It's good. Sorry, and then he has a song called Fall. So good. So yeah, oh. the, but people would think that's crazy. All right, craziest <laughs> fan story, and then we have to go. Hmm. Who wants to go first? Oh. I've gotten a couple marriage proposals. Oh, I could you. see that. Yeah, I, you I, got I, them from the parking lot. Why? <laughs> yeah, I know why. <laughs> Have they met you? Yeah, I know. The security <laughs> card was like marriage proposal uh, into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. You know, I had to. I I said no, but I think. I've, yeah, I think I've gotten maybe three or four. Have they been lower cute, your standards? Uh, lower my standards. You know, I've heard that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my weirdest. Have they been kind of cutish though? Uh, uh, no. Okay. No. All right. <laughs> I hope they're not watching. I know. I was like, well, they I don't know how to are. say that. Death threats. All right. Yeah. They were dressed in costumes. Ooh. It was hard to tell. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. my weirdest most surreal one it wasn't so strange it was in Tacoma, Washington playing at the Tacoma Comedy Club and a woman after the show Pretty nice lady, maybe crystal methy, um, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, tiny bit. Ah, uh, she rolled up her sleeve and there was a tattoo of Garcia on her arm, Ooh, freshly done, freshly yeah. inked. Garcia oh, is super sexy. So that was weird. Yeah, to see Garcia. Wow. Uh, on somebody's is that arm. Tattoo? I I love Garcia, but not I'm like a tattoo. you know you go Johnny Cash, Mao Zedong, whatever. But Judge Garcia, I was like aim higher. But thank you. <laughs> did you sign it? I did sign it. I signed it in a sharpie, and then she. Eventually went on to get Tattoo that tattooed. Yeah, oh, did yeah. she buy teeth at any point in this time? I don't know. <laughs> I never went back. <laughs> That's crazy. Because yeah. yeah, people. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, it's, it. flat, it. it's actually very flattering when people want to put your face on their arm. I have a few tattoo people. I have some a friend of mine. Well, Ichi, actually... you've been a pin up like your oh sexy God. pics. Oh God, they're on okay. many people's. Maybe look at a pen up. So of course they're going to get an EG tattoo. Let's say, um, let's I, just say they're here's laminated. Here's a scary story though. I had a guy who was like writing me a lot and then, this was a long time ago, but he was writing me a lot and then and then he started sending me little pictures of himself like in an envelope and the pictures were kind of weird and yellowish. Anthony Weiner. And then the pictures scared me. And it was huge. The furniture <laughs> that he sat on in the pictures scared me and then the the curtain scared me. Everything scared me about the picture and then everything. And then I was shooting a movie in somewhere and then I was, you know, there was a lot of there was a lot of people on the street watching the filming, and then there was a AD holding me, and he was like, "Okay, we're going to walk through," and he was kind of guiding me, and then he was pointing to where I was supposed to walk to, and then when I looked at the place he pointed, 
the guy was standing right there. <gasps> no. Like Glenn Close that, in The Natural. That was kind like of scary. Like the hitchhiker in Twilight. I literally, like, I literally, my, <laughs> I literally, my stomach yep. dropped and I got scared. Yeah. Ooh, yikes. Yeah. yeah. Did the theremin play in your head? Yeah. That was scary, though. Oh, that's, <laughs> you guys, we are at the end of a show. How much fun did we have? So oh, about much, eight uh, ounces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost done with my fun. Where can our <laughs> listeners find you? Oh my god, you guys go and uh, I'm on Instagram at real eg daily. I want to see how many listeners do you have right now. Oh, uh, we're over a million. I want to see at least five hundred thousand new Instagram followers. Can you guys do that? The first twenty five people, I'm going to follow. Here's you the back. thing about. Uh, at Real EG Daily, okay? The first 25, I'm going to follow you back. At Real EG Daily on Twitter, really, at Real EG Daily on Instagram. And then there's some fan, fan uh, Facebooks, but there is uh, some fake ones, so make sure it's a real one that there says, like, there's a lot weird, of fake yeah. ones, so make sure it's EG Daily. You can get to my buttons from my website, egdaily.com, which, again, you can also find the voiceover seminar and the one-woman show called Listen Closely that talks about your inner child and versus your big girl's child. So go check them all out, and I want to see First 25 people, follow me. I want 500,000 new Instagram followers so I can get on Raya. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. There it is. Justin, what's my Instagram? Uh, Carlos Alas Rocky. I'm at at Carlos Alas Rocky. Alas Rocky. We have white people. (laughs) A-L-A-Z-R-A-Q-U-I. Carlos Alas Rocky. Same on Twitter, (laughs) at Carlos Alas Rocky. Twitter. The Carlos Ellis Rocky on Facebook, carlosellisrocky.com. Uh, hey, I'll be at YesterCon August 6th in Carson, California. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm going to the Big Comic Con to do the Rocco panel in July in San Diego. Oh. Um, also, check out Off the Curb. It's really one of my favorite projects, the aforementioned all improv cartoon with many, many talented voice actors. Anything else, Justin? It's on my website. And uh, yeah, go and watch on, uh, you've got all the data for, we'll list stuff for the Gabby Dunn project, which is called Love Me Do. Uh, Hopefully you can go and click on that and watch that. And uh, at Stephanie Miller, every Wednesday morning, I'm on Stephanie Miller's freespeech.org radio show. Wednesdays from about 7.30 to 9. Very outspoken. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And I'm I'm on Twitter, at Kari Walgren. And with the weird Scandinavian spelling, it's K-A-R-I-W-A-H-L-G-R-E-N. And I'm also on Instagram at Kari underscore Walgren because there was some tricky thing with without the underscore. So like EG, please come over to the Instagram page. Yeah. I'm kind of new there. You guys post really fun pics uh, off yeah, Instagram. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. I post a, yeah. a lot of pictures um, of my cats as well as myself. So, <laughs> it's so, thrilling. Uh, yeah, it's thrilling. That girl's got stuff. a lot of cats. And, um, yeah, and, and on Facebook, there's a Kari Walgren official Facebook page. and um, yeah. She did an excellent... Uh, horror short comedy horror short called Girl Number Two uh, which I don't know if it's on your website but it's brilliantly written and it's scary and funny and Amazing girl it's number two. The Where can they it's see it? On, you know what? It's on the festival circuit right now. So just if you, if there's a film festival near you, I know that we're coming to Phoenix and Vegas and Moscow and Tokyo. Ooh, cool. And uh, I'll go to Moscow real LA fast. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of <laughs> lot of a uh, lot of appearances of girl number two coming up. So check your local film festival, and uh, hopefully, you know, we'll be coming to a city near you. And the new Avengers, That's Disney. Awesome. Yes, Avengers, Secret Wars, the shorts uh, introducing the new characters come out June 2nd. So exciting. And June 17th the new season of Avengers starts and I'm playing Wasp on that and I'm oh, super cool. stoked. Oh, very cool. Uh, and if you're not playing Injustice 2 you need to go check that out right now and I'm Starfire in that. Have fun. Huzzah. Yeah. <laughs> Huzzah. Bizzah. 
Oh, well, you can uh, you can follow me. I think on Twitter, Justin. Twitter. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't know. no, he's gone blank. <laughs> Thanks for your help, Justin. I appreciate it. At Alex Dorman VO. I love Alex and, Dorman. Uh, years and years of friendship. Just for anything else, just go to my website, alexdorman.com, and I will welcome you. And I would love some more Twitter followers. So please, yeah. you are welcome. Wesley Woods. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Twitter is naughty, so just forewarning. Uh, Instagram and Facebook are more uh, PG-related, but you can find me, The Wesley Woods. Awesome. Oh, and also, I was just going to tell you guys really quick, uh, I'm going to be... Do you guys know Billy Vera? Billy Vera has this 18-piece, 17-piece band, like a uh, old, old... Are you singing with a big band? At this moment? Yeah. Billy Vera, Billy Vera yeah. and the Beaters. And, yeah, he's yeah. so amazing, but he has this... Eight, seven, he's great. He does all these old standards, and we're going to be at the Catalina on the 11th Wait in a LA. minute. At Catalina? Yeah, Catalina at the Catalina Club. It's in L.A. somewhere. It's uh, I posted on my. It's on, on Hollywood. Yeah, it's right. yeah, it's, it's right nearby. But it, his <laughs> band is his band is really cool. It's like a big band, and I actually went to see him, and I loved. It. I felt like I was in love. I was. It was so romantic with this seventeen piece band that I was like, Billy, I want to sing with you. So I am going to get up and sing with him on the eleventh. Oh, right on. So it was really fun. So yeah. So good. And one last thing, don't forget to subscribe to E.G. and Melinda's webpage. Go see Melania Trump's cousins because it's really funny. That's all. Yes. So I just say this about my listeners. I love my listeners so much. Just got the numbers for last month. Huge. People don't click on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Follow us. Follow everybody. Yeah. Follow me on social media. Follow you me. keep the radio show alive. <laughs> but seriously, but it's weird. Somebody put it to me this way. I've listened to Kiss FM every single morning since I was a little kid to whatever. Mm, me too. Never liked their Facebook page. Never called in. Never Twitter. I'm not Ryan Seacrest, obviously. Do it and follow all of our followers. Mm. Kurt, having you back on the show makes it feel right. You guys, Thanks, this was Kurt. such Kurt. a great, great show. It's a good time. Thank you very much. Love buddy. everybody. Yeah, on the rocks for us. Celebrities and Cocktails Mix. Uh, we mixed pretty well. We did a good job. <laughs> so nice work, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. This has been On the Rocks with Alexander. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On The Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On The Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>